0: This is Naoki Yoshida.
1: This is Fern Hall.
0: And you are listening to Aetherite Radio. The Aetherite
1: Radio. Here we go. Hello and welcome to Aetherite Radio Gamers Games Final Fantasy XIV podcast. of Fusion next, joining me today, we've got Aldino, we've got Rook, and joining us again to continue our conversation about the state of Final Fantasy XIV, we've got Sly.
0: Hi.
2: Hi. When I'm here. Back?
1: hey hey hello for joining us
0: thank you for having me again
1: uh so before we jump into things here uh a couple quick bits uh final fantasy 16 this 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 that's a thing it's here here. oh my gosh uh that is a thing yeah i can't wait i mean demo demo came out (laughs) last week
0: I love how everyone around me is just like really, really like batshit excited for it. And I'm like, calm. I mean, I'm <laughs> yeah. going to play it. Yeah, I'm going to play it. I'm not going to stream it unless oh. I'm forced to. I, unless treat. I am forced to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I'm... I'm kind of keeping this to myself, and and one of my mods hates me for this like so mm-hmm. much. <laughs> He's giving me so much shit about it. Like you should stream it. Nah, nah, nah. I'm like, nah, fam. <laughs> <laughs> and and, I, and and I set an incentive for it, like which was ridiculous and wasn't going to get met. So I knew that like they couldn't force me to stream it. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of a little bit like vindictive in a way. Uh, so um, yeah, uh, I will be playing it, but mm-hmm. off stream, kind of like what I did for. Uh, seven remake when that came out, played it Mm. off stream, had the greatest time.
3: I mean, honestly, in content creation, I think you really have to do that sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's different, but maybe even for people who like, maybe you play certain games with a lot of other friends, or maybe you feel like you need to—I don't know—broadcast in your Discord or like you need to always play a game with somebody else. Whether you're a content creator or not, it's kind of nice to have those moments where a game is just for you. And yep. I, I know, like, the longer I've been in this, like, space, you have a very different, still wonderful experience when you broadcast something and live stream it. And sometimes you make memories mm-hmm. that are so incredible in that. But other times, you do just want to get to experience something yourself. And I think I, I don't know, I, I'm, I've been on the fence too, Sly. Like, I think <laughs> I'm going to record my playthrough for YouTube. Mm. But... For 16, but at the same time, there are so many games I've picked recently where I'm going, this is a for me game. I'm just going to play
2: it. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask the tough and questions. See- like- okay, go ahead. Armor Core 6, are you streaming that? <gasps> it's a pig's ass port. Good. <laughs> um, now, see, here's the thing. Here's where I differentiate this sure. uh, between Armor Core and Final Fantasy. We are all Final Fantasy fans in in, in, in this podcast, obviously. Mm. Um. So we are, in terms of con- content creation, we are aware of our community. Mm-hmm. So another reason why I'm keeping this to myself is people can't contain their excitement. Mm-hmm. So I I will avoid Twitter. Like I'll just tweet just to say I'm going live for whatever stream I'm doing. Other than that, that's it. I will not be reading Twitter. I will not be yeah it, it, like i'm avoiding twitter like the plague mm-hmm. the day this comes out oh yeah until i until i finish and then i'm like okay let me just see what everybody's saying now and everything so yeah that's another reason why because the final fantasy community in general can be a bit fanatic oh, yeah. and, and thus you know everybody and their mom's gonna be streaming it mm-hmm. rightfully so yeah so I want to avoid spoilers. <laughs> it's,
1: it's one of those things, right? It's like it's like Zelda. It's like, the new Zelda is out. Cool, yeah. everybody's playing it. Everybody's streaming it, too. Why would I... I mean, mm-hmm. not that I don't enjoy watching people play games, yeah. but, like, why would right. I watch somebody when I can just go play it myself? So I think we're going to get that a lot with 16 as well. Um, mm-hmm. On the right. note of Twitter, too, uh, they actually did put out a, a tweet on the official 16 account yesterday. Yes, uh, they did. As is always the case with big games... Uh, copies have gone out Uh, they are investigating to make sure that more don't go out Uh, but it's it's here so um, if you are one of those people that like really don't want spoilers stay off the socials, set up your mutes Uh, it's 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 here it's happening so um, yep be careful Um, for those that are more interested in finding out stuff about the game uh, our Final Fantasy 16 wiki will be coming later this week. Um, So make sure to keep an eye out for that. And if you want, you can subscribe to Gamerscape Plus to get that ad-free experience as well while you're browsing. So make sure to check that out, gamerscape.com slash subscribe for that. We'll also have our Final Fantasy 16 review dropping this week as well. Uh, So keep an eye out for that. And of course, we've got uh, our coverage uh, from the uh, recent press tour uh, for 16 as well. So make sure to go check that out. We've got the YouTube video showing up all the uh, different stuff that we got to try out. So go check it out. Hmm. and with that we're just gonna roll right back into our conversation last time we were talking about the state of final fantasy 14 we left off with our thoughts on uh end game pve content um and now we're just we're gonna get a little more chill we're gonna gonna get a little more casual here
3: (laughs) also we we are sad that alchemy could not join us today for the second half Uh, she had a very important birthday party to go to But we wanted to make sure we could circle back to this, so I'm sure she'll be back on for a future episode, but I'm excited to talk more about all of this, because everybody had some great thoughts, and I think this is the perfect time to be kind of looking back and reflecting and thinking about all of this, the current state of 14.
0: I mean, we did just get new content. In the yeah. span between the last That's episode true. and now, so mm. I know, mean, which which really fits into
1: yeah. this as we we go into the talk about casual content. I mean, we just had that mm. island sanctuary update. Mm-hmm. Um, we can now mm-hmm. have furniture outside on the <laughs> island in certain yeah. areas. Um, yeah, boy, which is which is cool. I, <laughs> now, now I gotta ask, Sly, is that is that like a serious e, or is that like a eh, whatever e? No,
0: yeah. is <laughs> okay. more like a... yeah. I mean, mean <laughs> I'll get back to my island. I have to. <laughs> yeah, it, I it's, mean, it's nice. It's not the
1: earth shattering update I think we all were hoping it would be, yeah. but my right. island. You know that first quest where they like give you a tent and they're like go do stuff. That's the quest that I'm on. So one day, I might have <laughs> like a building on the island.
0: I at least have buildings on my island plants and plants and, and a few, uh, a few, um, little minions running yeah. around and I'll, I'll and do those like animals. The <laughs> I'll
1: be like the kind of person that would start animal crossing and Tom Nook is like, oh yeah. man, this, this kid is going to make me so much money. And it's just a tent on an Island for like three years. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm.
3: I mean, the thing with casual content right now is that 14 has always been a game that has a lot of great casual content. Island Sanctuary is an addition to that, and I do think that for what it is, and especially if you're not thinking about anything else, like what else has been releasing with the patches or hasn't been releasing with the patches and stuff like that, it's a great little side content excursion. I mean, the additional rewards, Mm -hmm. some of the improvements and things that they put in there, the kind of unique nature of it, and especially being able to decorate it now and have that, it really does feel like you can start to customize it in a way that's a little bit more rewarding from that casual content front. And I mean, just in general in the game, we do have a slew of things that you can do for casual content. I mean, we've had such a revitalization of fishing in no small part, thanks to Fruity Fisher and a bunch of other people that are passionate mm-hmm. about it. We've seen some really great um, custom deliveries. We've seen all sorts of stuff that I think has been like a nice range of content, not to mention just the stuff the community does themselves with performances and role-playing and everything that kind of falls under this category. Plenty of cool looks that we've gotten, too. But one thing that I would say generally about the state of casual content in 14 is that there are a lot of things that, like Island Sanctuary included, I feel they could, at this point in the game, expand on in a way that would be really relevant for players, like the much-fabled glamour catalog that we've talked Mm -hmm. about, where you just unlock the looks if you have obtained them at some point and then Mm -hmm. you can go through and actively pursue collecting every piece of glamour in the game or you know just a lot of things like that island sanctuary as well just while it's fun on its own i think there was a lot more potential that maybe we just haven't really fully seen delivered so it's been rough because i think even casual players that were really excited about having something like this kind of sim just haven't had as much to dig into as they'd like. You grind out your experience, mm-hmm. and then there's not really any longer-term goals you work towards. Maybe you try to catch those specials, you get them, and you don't even have enough room anymore in your pasture to hold all right. of them, so then you're trying to figure out who you're going to trade, and once you get the rewards, you kind of have them, as opposed to it being something where there's a lot of longer-term goals and you know mm-hmm. discoverable things and craftable stuff and all kinds of you know components that go into these kinds of sims.
1: Yeah. yeah, a lot of our responses uh in the survey that we did say exactly that that there's ca- casual content and island sanctuary is a good start but that's about it like mm. they've started it and they're like cool and now it's autonomous uh, there was a lot of feedback on and then once you get to a level you just make the mammoths do it which yeah. i don't know anything about right no, it's it's I, it's, I, it's I don't true even have i mean one. The, the way that Island Sanctuary starts out when you, you don't really have anything built, right? There's a nice series of progression where you build your granaries, you build your workshops, you can make some landmarks, uh, but it does get to a point where all of that... Re- and it, 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 I don't even know that it slows down. It really comes to a crawl like really hard um, because, yeah, you can tell your mammoths to feed and to collect... Uh, the drops from your pasture. You can tell them to replant seeds in the garden, um, and so yeah, it absolutely becomes. It, it ends up turning into an automated cowry farm. You pop in once a week. You set your workshop agenda, and that's kind of it. Um, and then, of course, as you know, you progress your island ranks. Each rank after, because, you know you need more XP, right? It's the XP the XP climb. So it's it just. It, Things kind of slow down and the rank ups just become longer and longer to get. Um, like, I think if, if I log in today, I think I'll hit 14, which will be like my second rank up since the patch. And I've been craft and I've had stuff in my workshop like almost every day. Um, but it's just it's a very slow burn. And I think I, I'll be curious to see what else they add to this, because I think there is so hmm. much discussion and there's, there's a lot of expectation and i mean we're 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 guilty of this as well we've been the ones pushing for this is what is the end goal here is it going to be right. instance housing um that's you know if there, if there is anything untapped potential or whatever from this it's going to be that um and we you know outdoor furniture is a step in that direction but then they also don't include like the gardens um mm-hmm. so i it's hard to say. It's hard to say where this is going. Um, you know, I'm sure we'll get at least one more update for it, but I, you know, it's even if we do, it's going to be another couple ranks and it's just going to be, you know, a slow burn to level up and for what a couple extra mounts and maybe in a, a new set of glam or something.
3: Yeah, hmm. it's, it's fun in and of itself. I, I honestly do enjoy it. I enjoy being able to just kind of chill and go around and play it, but Do I do that all the time? Do I feel like I'm really working towards a larger goal? I think the things you've all been saying, 100%, like I feel that as well, even if at the same time I am getting some level of enjoyment out of it. And I think with lacking some of those other features or like really big impact things that they could have put into it, it is less something that, you know, when you consider if you were someone who got into the Eureka or Boja grind, which not everybody did, mm-hmm. but at the very least, I oftentimes felt I had a much stronger, clear direction of momentum as I was going through it and a variety of things that I could do as I was exploring and, you know, gearing up and doing, you know, getting whatever elemental stuff unlocked and trying to get whatever drops from whatever NMs or the huge amount of rewards that were possible to get from it. So again, it's different types of content, but because it has essentially taken the place of that. It feels like the scale hasn't quite been there. But some of the things it has introduced like this outdoor furnishing, the cloning of the furnishing items, that's great. Put that in real housing. That's fantastic. (laughs) I love it. And if they are using this as more of a, a sandbox to see what they can build and what they can pull off in the game, I also understand that. And I mean, hey, if at the end of it, you do unlock some kind of instanced house. I know they have never promised this, but no. <laughs> at this point, I think many of us many of us are just wondering, I mean, exactly like you said, what is this building to? Is it really just meant to be a very surface-level diversion? Is it meant mm. to be a testing box for things like these new technologies, this cloning thing for housing? Is it meant to be a test for instanced housing? Is it meant to... Because right now, it doesn't feel like on its own it is a full game mode for casual content enjoyers that you mm. will want to play long-term just like you engage with pve content or stuff like that you know mm-hmm.
1: yeah i think that that feeling of something missing is because love it or hate it boja um, all of those were interactive at all times and i i think that that's really what at least these responses are saying like eh. i mean i go and i check it and i do these things and then i'm done
2: Yeah, it's
1: not like Oh, I'm along with a, you know, a mob of people doing this or that. I'm not grinding field notes. I'm not. And once again, love it or hate it. A lot of people are feel like they they're missing that pillar. Like, that's why Mm -hmm. people are like, why are relics so easy? Shouldn't I have to grind for this? I mean, should you? I don't know. But people are feeling that that the the dearth of it. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's just what I'm seeing. I don't interact with that content in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. So I'm chilling, but, you know. I, I feel like, you know, and, and I hadn't thought of a, a comparison to, like, Island Sanctuary to something like Eureka or Boja. Sure, I, I feel right. like the the division there is we got the zone part of Boja, but then they put the battle content Bogia, of, of Boja into variant dungeons. Maybe that's kind of that sure. kinda where the, the weird Maybe, like, yeah. split there is. Um, But, yeah, it's 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 a shame. Like, there's... There's some cool stuff in here, but um, you know, aside from just the, the initial progression of it, um like I log in once a day just because like I want to see where my XP is, I want to see how close I am to the next rank, but realistically, you can log in, jump in there for like five minutes, and be done for the week for Island Sanctuary. And it's just there's not much to do. <laughs> unless, like, unless you're one of those people that just love decorating and stuff, which okay, you know, with this patch that gives you a little more, but once you're done with that mm-hmm. how, you know you're not going to log in that much more and and you know it's not like i hear people like constantly having like island parties or something right like Which how, how often are people inviting others to their island like i
3: there's been i will say there's been more of that with the ability to decorate okay. because hmm. people are now using the islands as venues essentially you yeah. know you can right. build out like a festival area i know people were building out pride You know, events that they would then invite people to the island. That's right. That's right. I did
1: see something about that. Yeah. So,
3: so that I think is great. And yeah, I mean, it's. I will say from the from a greater look at our casual content in 14. Like I said, 14 has an amazing amount. It has more than the vast majority of other games. Even if you include Gold Saucer in that, if you include Hildebrand quests, which I technically think are for the most part casual, fun content, if you include housing, decorating, there's so much that you can do. There are a million glamour pieces that, even if we can't catalog them, are still in this game. And Island Sanctuary itself being a game mode that's been specifically developed to appeal to that side of the player base, because, I mean, we all engage with casual content to some degree. It does not matter. I engage with casual content, and I do endgame content. it's, It's something where you hear those divisions used negatively a lot, but... I love it personally, and I was really excited to see them kind of lean into something like this where they could draw inspiration from another game and bring it in. And I think that is a great innovative concept for, hey, an MMO doesn't just have to be raids. An MMO doesn't have to just be X, Y, or Z. And having that like slight solo component with it or the social element now with being able to bring people over, sure. Um, Is it as social as something like... Animal Crossing, where all of the level of customization and the additional things that you can find on other people's islands and the ways that you can help each other. Like, no, it's not. You can't, you know, you can't go and... Although I thought this was something they actually said early on that you could do, which now I'm kind of going, wait, hold on. Um, You can't, like, go to somebody else's island and, you know, give them a whole bunch of rocks you dug up and all collaboratively, right. like, yeah. work towards some kind of project by helping each other, right? So... It's lacking some of those features, but it is great that they are trying to create content and experiment with content that appeals to that from a casual player standpoint in the game. So
2: mm-hmm.
3: we do have far more casual content than most games, I think even do. But there's definitely still room to grow and continue to expand on that in a way that's, I think, genuinely satisfying. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I think yeah, they I... should
1: just pull the they should pull the animals out of uh, out of the volcano. <laughs> and just give them little houses yeah. right and go around and you can like you know j- deliver furniture or something or <laughs> right that's exactly what i was gonna say because like <laughs> animal crossing you have the villagers that you're trying to attract and then you yeah. build houses for them like that's a way that they could go i mean uh in the f- uh foundation or whatever there's those uh what were they fets like oh put yeah. Some yeah. Of those fets. on the island yeah and have your uh- friend be able to do it on your island so you could be in a group that's like that's a no brainer. Yeah. I think. I don't know. Needs a little more. more interaction. It, it, it needs yeah. it needs something a little more spontaneous that's not mm-hmm. just capturing rare animals for your pasture that's full. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, what about casual content on a greater whole? Mm-hmm. How do you all feel right now the casual offerings are in the game?
0: You know this honestly are was... oh, you go ahead. honestly I think we're in a good spot a good balance between casual and, and more serious content I mean when when we all you know tout this game to uh, uh, other players or friends and whatnot like we it, it's a theme park MMO. there's something for everyone no matter what, no matter what time they come in, what, like what expansion they come in, like they're going to be satisfied no matter what, like there's going to be something for them. And, and uh, again, I think we're in a a really good spot where like uh, striking a balance between, you know, raid content, story content, and just going off and fucking around in gold saucer or, or like doing your island or, or what else? Just housing. Uh, when, when, one one thing about the community, and and I've said this from day one, we are really good at creating our own content. Yeah. With what we have, and 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 when there are there are content droughts, we're good at creating our own content. We are like Yoshi P just gave us a game and we in a way sandboxed it to where we're like I'm going to say all of us, but a lot of us aren't bored during content droughts during the expansion wait. I mean, we, we have to be creative. Like we're not getting another ultimate. We're not getting more content. Like after mm-hmm. like um, 6.5 or whatnot. So, or 6.55, I guess. Um, so we have to be creative. So uh, yeah, again, even, even if some people feel like the offerings in terms of, you know, more casual content, aren't there, make your own content.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's what I was thinking. I mean, even, even
1: if, you know, we have stuff like uh, sightseeing logs or, um, mm -hmm. you know, RP, not everybody's into RP, but um, I mean, the amount of times that like I'll log in and people are advertising like a venue of some sort, like it's, I mean, people do make their own content. And I think you know there's there's definitely that space where if you are in that content drought or you're in a lull with the game um you know not to say that like there's always something for everybody there's there might be times where you're just like nothing is for me right now and that's fine right i mean yoshida's said it a million times you know take the month off go play something else Mm -hmm. there's there's a there's a new final fantasy coming out this this coming week go check that out right um but yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely that opportunity to to get creative and and to to do something that you want to do in the game. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think with that, in addition to what's kind of like officially offered, I think for casual stuff, I think yeah, I think I agree with you, Sly. We're in a good place, I think, with the game right now.
3: Yeah. Yeah. We didn't even mention things like triple triad, mahjong. Like, yeah, yeah, there's so much. There's so much that you can do from a casual content perspective. So I do think that that is an area that is flourishing in the game. And again, while there are many things they can do to continue to expand on it, and a lot of things people are hoping for with like housing overhauls and mm-hmm. making decorating easier and or glamour catalogs, right? There's a lot of things that they can do to appeal further to it. But we already do have so much that it honestly is one of the parts in Final Fantasy Fourteen that I think if you're someone who enjoys those kinds of things, there is so much to do in this game that falls in that category. <laughs>
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, so do you think that there's a relation between types of casual content and like a, like a player type? Like, is like a hardcore player going to lean more into something like, I don't know, like getting all the fish or something versus like a hmm. casual player that might just like jump an island sanctuary for like 10 minutes a day or something? Like, do you think there's any kind of correlation there? I, I think so. Mostly, and uh, the thing that I've seen the most is hardcore raiders who then go to venue, right? Or mm. or who mm-hmm. do a little bit of RP, or you know, uh, maybe not hardcore to like hardcore in some other silo of the game. Okay. I mean, I think it's I think for a lot of people, once they're done with their raid, their their ultimate, and now it's time to do all that other stuff, right? So I think it's I think there is a flow, but I don't know. I don't know if there's like an archetype, you know what I mean? Mm.
0: I disagree a little because from what I <laughs> noticed, talking to a, a few friends and like just watching streams in general, mm-hmm. like the hardcore players, the, the one, the, the Raiders are yeah. there to raid. Like when I talk to them and, uh, and I presented, well, or there's just this and this, and you can go do this and da, mm-hmm. da, 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 da. It's like, no, I'm only interested in in-game content and yada yada yada, and and even um, with content like my content creator friends, pretty much the same thing. Um, you know, outside of any other like content outside of 14, whenever you see them streaming, it is mainly raid and raid. That's it. And and how do they how do they tide themselves over between droughts? Raid, like they are just raiding <laughs> no matter <laughs> what, and, and 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 far be it for me to like take that away from them. And that's what they're into. That's what they're into. But yeah. you know, like different strokes for different folks. Mm.
3: It's, I absolutely agree, Sly. I mean, it's funny because I think both are true. Honestly, like Aldino, I think what you said and Sly. There are some players who are really only here for the raids.
2: I'm wondering they are.
3: Only here for hardcore content. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But there are also a lot of players who love the full spectrum of what the game has to offer and that love mm. Final Fantasy 14 or love Final Fantasy, so they want to do everything. And it's interesting to me because I don't really know if I think there is a direct correlation to the person who goes super, super, super hard on the fishing log, catching all of the most difficult fish, and the person who clears an entire Savage tier, right? Because... Mm. I know people who've never touched Savage that went incredibly hard on the fishing. I know people that, you know, uh, did fishing, but who also do Savage. I know people. So I think it's really more so what you as an individual are looking for from Mm. an MMO. And having a balance of content is good. And I personally always try to encourage people, like, if you play an MMO and you are only here for raids and then when there's not raids you get really bitter and angry and <laughs> unhappy or you know you're 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 posting like a ton of things on reddit about how the game is dead or <laughs> whatever it is i'm like maybe it's time for you to discover casual content in <laughs> final fantasy 14 or just play a lot of mmos that all have different raid schedules and raid in all those different games that's also valid right But, I mean, I think we can all get out of our comfort box and still find joy in many facets of the game. Whether you are a raider or not, whether you are a casual exclusive player or not, there are many things that might surprise you in fourteen. It's just whether or not people are willing to do it. And I think any amount of personality mix will kind of do that and things like blue mage for all that we have gone on about it here as something that just feels like a kind of weird piece of content that just sticks out awkwardly at times it is something that i think almost in a way tries to bridge that gap you have this mini game that's almost casual content adjacent where you're doing the carnival but then you have these components that are the savage fights or the prestige mounts or the unique challenges with that. So I think 14 is conscious of it and tries to bridge that gap, but maybe hasn't been fully successful in some ways because it's just a very hard conundrum that is very much player by player based, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I definitely agree with that. Cause like for me, just to use me as an example, I love the raid. I don't really do any of the other stuff blue mage is the one thing that I have stepped into that. I was like, yeah, this is kind of fun. All right. I can see this. And then you go and do, you know, the savages with it. That's definitely a different way of thinking about it. It isn't really casual. Cause if you go in there with a casual mindset, good luck. Uh, sometimes at the very least looking at you, Alexander,
2: um, <laughs> just cause
1: you just need to know how it's different. Um, so yeah, that, once again, as much as I dislike Blue Mage and wish we had a real cast, and I'll say that forever, it was fun, and it it is kind of casual content, but it isn't, and I think that that's where Pals of the Dead or the Deep Dungeons also fall. So it's it's this weird multi level that you can get into, but yeah, I don't I don't know that there's like clusters like raiders do this, and or uh, in addition, and you know these people do that in addition. It's it's yeah, most people just screw that- up that you mentioned that I mean because you know thinking about it now I mean yeah there is a lot of stuff out there that is multi-level right it's Mm. not just catering to the the casual people that want to do fight stuff it's it's there's the casual element but then there's also the hardcore element blue mage is a great example of that um you know back in back in the day we didn't have normal and savage for raids (laughs) it was just the raid um but now we have it for raids too um Mm. we have it for trials Um, yeah, it's, it's, I haven't, I never made that, that kind of realization before. Yeah. I mean, if you want more people to do it, you got to give them levels, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, and we've, we've, you know, we've talked about the idea of like scale dungeons and stuff for, for years now, um, to, to kind of try and refresh some of the older content in the game, but, um, yeah, uh, moving on PVP. So, the oh. PvP is a thing that exists in Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, is, <laughs> is, is, is how I would phrase it, like, a year is and a half it? ago. Because, boy, they have tried so many times to get a PvP system in this game that people wanted or people enjoyed. We've had weird robot like dota we've i mean they've they've tried (laughs) some things they took chat out and put in like little command messages Mm -hmm. um crystalline conflict though Mm -hmm,
2: was mm -hmm, finally mm
1: -hmm. a system that people didn't hate (laughs)
2: that's true yes yes yeah and so, I exactly that, you know, I, I mean, I, you know, it's like, yeah. I
1: still remember when they introduced the feast and that, that fan fest that they're, they're like, yeah, feast, we're going to do like esports with it. It's going to be great. And it's like, okay, sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Cool. Mm hmm. Um, it's, uh, that was a period where so many companies were like, we're going to release this game and it's going to be esports and it's going to be super popular and everybody's going to make money and it's going to be wonderful. And it's like the feast came out, Capcom released like umbrella core and it just like, wasn't working. wasn't working for a lot of people. Um, but with crystal conflict, the community has definitely been liking it a lot more than previous PVP modes. Um, they also did a huge PVP rework alongside of crystal conflict, which helped, um, so, what what do you think it is about PvP and Final Fantasy where it's what is it with Crystalline Conflict you think that made that be so much more popular than all the other modes that we I'm trying to remember, like, there's like that one, there was the other thing where you gotta mm-hmm. click on the stuff. Like, we've had a lot of different PvP modes. Why is Crystalline Conflict now the the standout?
0: Easy to get in, easy to get out. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. Like,
0: accessibility, I think, mm-hmm. uh, is a huge part of it. Yeah. Um, when you compare it to older modes, like Feast, um, Feast was okay until a certain extent, until a certain point when they took away our words. Yeah. Um, I mean, but then again, we just ruined it ourselves, and that's why they took away our words.
3: Hello, um, hello,
0: yeah, hello, hello, <laughs> hello, Get hello, hello, Crystal. Hello, yeah, Get hello. The this is why we good job, good job, good job, 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 job. As you
3: say good this, job. I literally can hear in my head the like. Ba-dop, ba-dop.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> I kind of, yeah. I kind of just want to do an entire show of nothing but like pre-made PvP messages now. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's a concept show. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But, um, but yeah, like, um, uh, them pretty much revamping mm-hmm. every job, revamping every job and every ability to, to this, I wouldn't say dumbed down aspect, but, you know, scale down for PVP yeah. where it's just really simple. It's almost like you're playing a legit PVP game. Um, that kind of improved things a lot. Um, cause back in the day, like for feast, we had every skill we had, every, we had all of our kit yeah. And, and trying to do that within PVP, you know, and trying to adjust that for PVP had to be hell um, Oh yeah. doing that, al- doing that alongside PVE. So your PVE adjustments and your, your PVP adjustments are roughly the same because you you're scaling everything. Nah. So yeah, for them to scale down abilities for PvP was a vast improvement. Um, again, for CC, it, it, it's re- it's really really simple. It, it's really really simple. Yet so many people, you know, struggle with the, this concept of, of a crystal and what what is it like? Uh-huh. It, like when when I first did crystalline conflict, and then like actually did you know ranked crystalline conflict, I always called it conflict. Um, crystal not included because people didn't know what a crystal was, or how we to just stand on it and you know push it forward and everything. They're like, I gotta kill this person. I'm like, oh, <laughs> we gotta push, we gotta push this. There the is crystal. always going it's to be it's going the other this, way in
1: this type of yeah. game mode. There is always going to be that one player you queue in with where you just put a yeah, get on
3: the point. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, what are you doing? Me.
3: It's like one of the things that was always a huge issue in Overwatch, which this game mode obviously Mm -hmm. takes huge inspiration Mm -hmm. from. Where you have to not just consider the actual kills your team makes, but the objective of the game mode. It's just like if you're playing basketball and nobody on your team takes the ball and puts it in the enemy basket, the opposing team's basket... You will not get points. You will not be playing basketball. So what you have to do is do the one objective of the game, which in this case is get the crystal to the other side. Mm -hmm. And I think Mm -hmm. maybe some of it has just been that many of the game modes and previous PvP game modes have had objectives of some variety, Mm -hmm. but they have oftentimes been so... Obscure, confusing, or like such large scale, just rushes of people that on that smaller scale, many players have not had to learn what the specific objective is and how to best mm. accomplish it, right? So, this game mode is much more successful in at least that because as you play it and when you start to lose because nobody was on the crystal, you have a moment where I hope you go.
2: Oh, mm-hmm.
3: I need to watch the crystal probably, or vice versa, as opposed to, okay, but the next monolith is ap- appearing and the tombstone. but we also get points if people die, but then if you do, but then we'll capture point this one, but then if we fight over that, then we'll- But also, but who is getting the Let's fuel
2: talk about the that for the yeah. robots?
0: Let's talk about that for a second. You know, PVE with your PVP. Yeah, um, yeah having to hit rocks to get points all the while you know (laughs) killing people will still get you points yeah for some people that could be a little bit confusing Mm -hmm. like for me you know shatter is one of my shatter is one of my favorite pvp modes fight me um yeah it it, yeah like shatter can be a little bit confusing i really think at the end of the day yoshi p and the pvp team need to just make a just a straight up death match for people who just want to kill
3: people Mm. yeah Yeah. yeah, And I feel like with this new mode, it is so much more satisfying. I mean, overall, this really has been, in my opinion, the best iteration of PvP. Like Mm -hmm. we've been saying, it's easy to get in and out. It is understandable, graspable, and yet there is nuance and complexity to it. And you feel unique in what you are doing. It's also kind of a breath of fresh air because your moveset and the classes that you might like may be wildly different Mm -hmm. in PvP. And having everything from the custom limit breaks or the sort of ultimates that we have to having these unique skill sets that do borrow off of the PvE versions yep. of the class, but that offer you more complexity, especially for classes like Red Mage or, <laughs> you know, where suddenly you're playing into a different aspect of the class fantasy. And you might discover, hey, I actually love playing this. I mean, Astrologian's cards do different things yeah. in PvP. Hey, who knew? which was the most refreshing. I was like, finally, at last, we've been reunited, (laughs) my beautiful cards.
1: That's my biggest note about the the revamp. Uh, Mm. It's just, it's decoupled from the homogenization, homogenization, I can't even say it right now because I'm so (laughs) mad about PvE. Homogenization, (laughs) according to the two-minute meta, right? Everybody has the same thing, but you go into PvP, you're wildly different, and you're playing the role that your class kind of makes sense playing you know like you're a machine yeah you're a sniper you're gonna wreck people from far away right yeah in combat in pve not so much i mean it's a little bit better now but you don't get that feeling of like i've got a big gun and i'm doing big damage and i'm something to worry about yeah it it helped so much with that pvp revamp and we we talked about this Mm -hmm. back then where those limit breaks just yeah they were so strongly tied to job identity yeah um that it was mm-hmm. like why can't we get this stuff like <laughs> yeah. in in PvE like the idea of like busting out a sniper rifle as machine like that's cool as hell like where <laughs> where is that in my kit instead i've got a gun that shoots boogers like all right <laughs> like Or this weird flamethrower that I still don't understand what to do with. Like, it's
3: just... Some people love, (laughs) like, the additions of those kinds of things to (laughs) Machinists because of the way it played into, like, previous Final Fantasy class fantasy, but, like... I mean, it is, I think the definition of the classes is so much stronger. Now, of course, this isn't to say that mm-hmm. the PVP is perfect. I think yeah. one, Final Fantasy 14 really had a long way to go to even incentivize or interest players in a mode mm. like PVP. So we do still see ranked queues suffering. We do still see longer queue times than I think people would like. We still see, you know, certain data centers, certain times of day where, or, or even like as you get into the reward cycle, right, and the track as most people have completed it or have gotten whatever they want want that kind of falling off now of course with those redesigns though i think again this is the best iteration they've done where we actually have a reward track that has multi-stage you know rewards for it that everybody casual to ranked can earn they have now even expanded the base weapons that you can obtain so that you can get special effect versions for doing what would be the equivalent of the hardcore mode of pvp which is nicely in line with things like Extreme Primals and all of that kind of stuff. So, like, I do think there's a lot of great stuff here, but they have to keep figuring out how to engage the community with it. And I think players genuinely also just need to be willing to try it. Mm -hmm. Because in 14 we have a lot of players that, and, and rightfully so, I think, have come from other MMOs where the hostile environment, the rude people, the open chat in PvP... All of those kinds of things can culminate in an extremely negative experience with modes where you're pitted against other players and a lot of self-consciousness and anxiety and worry about it. But it's really fun. <laughs> it's really fun in 14. It's really enjoyable. And there are so many extremely welcoming community events. PvP Revival has been putting on all kinds of stuff. I've been shoutcasting Crystalline Conflict Roulette on Thursdays over on Diablos. And it is honestly the most, like, uplifting, fun environment. So I would just encourage everybody, give it a shot. I think if they were to expand things like allowing you to queue with friends, that would be massive. They need yeah, to do absolutely. that because that way people also would have some companions with them. You could choose if you wanted to go in. I get why they haven't, but I think we're at the point where, like, that's something that could be huge. I, I think um, they could do yeah. that.
1: Do, do it for the casual stuff. Maybe Maybe not with Ranked. If they're, you know, if they're worried about the idea of like trying to game a match or something, right, with a pre-made. But for casual, yeah, absolutely. Why not?
3: I mean, yeah, it's tough. It's tough because I think they didn't want to split the queue where, you know, like if people only wanted to be uh, like they could choose to opt into. Sure, I don't mind if pre-made teams, I'm up against them or something. Right. They don't want to split the queue. Mm. But at the same time, in casual, yeah, I don't think it would be a problem at all. Let's just do it. In ranked. There is fun to be had if they were to do something like a team ranking. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. and I think people could get into it. Would we have enough players? Would we have? You know, how would they handle it? That's the big right. question. Yeah. But I mean, even in ranked, when when I did a lot of Overwatch stuff, I loved having a set group of friends, and we would go in together mm-hmm. and do rank. You know, so it's something that I think they definitely should be considering. Of course, I saw in chat too the mention about ping being an issue in 14 when it comes to pvp which is true i mean i've seen a lot of matches where somebody's clearly on the crystal and then (laughs) lo and behold like you know it just registers on the opposite side they get that tick or whatever um it does make it a little bit more difficult for pvp in 14 and i think for players that really want that instantaneous response gameplay but again this is the best iteration we have and I think it's still extremely satisfying even with some of those delays. It's just maybe ironing out some of these other details mm-hmm. and, you know, continuing to refine it as much as they can.
1: Yeah, one of the one of the responses uh from someone named PVP Potat, which I think <laughs> they might be into PVP, maybe not. Could be. Uh one maybe. of the things that they <laughs> said was in-game awesome. tutorial. Where's the in-game tutorial to tell you the stand on the crystal? Where is that? Oh. I think that that's a lot like, you don't even get a, like, here's how it plays, really. I don't remember. Was this, this, There was, like, a, wasn't there a little help. It button? was, like, a, maybe a, maybe there was a pop-up. Yeah. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. And it's, like, okay, cool. But, but, but I just that. queued in already. Like. There usually is one when you unlock, like, a new right. content or feature.
0: Yeah, or yeah. There's like, they usually be. tell you how, yeah. at least how the content works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I mean, it could we it could all boil down to you know it's like we James JG, JG Gamesworth. it's my game mm-hmm. and I want to play it now, yeah. um, <laughs> and we we just you know fast forward through everything. Okay, I'm in. What yeah. do I do? And I think and just fast forward through
2: it. Yeah, you just <laughs> skipped
1: it. You just skipped it. Maybe like a, uh, I don't want to say bot game, but like one make you do one. Uh, you
0: could. I don't know. I yeah. don't know what the answer to yeah. that is. As a tutorial, as a tutorial, yeah, yeah I would, yeah. I would agree for a bot game as a tutorial, just to kind of, mm-hmm. you know, teach you. And yeah. it, it push comes to shove, if you ever forget, there's that bot game. Go back and do the training. No, absolutely.
1: There yeah. you go. It's yeah, all of great. intermediate, which we keep asking for for PVE. <laughs> oh for my god. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I mean, do I think, I think too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something else I'd like to see is, I mean. I feel like, and and I don't think I've brought this up, or anyone else has brought this up, with the last gosh. I always get the series. Which what's the one with the, the that rewards? was another bit of feedback too. Yeah, whatever, <laughs> whatever the, whatever the <laughs> thing is with the rewards, the rewards track thing, the season, the series, whatever. Terms need to get reworked, like variant criterion. <laughs> redo all that. That's a mess. Redo series <laughs> and season stuff, but like the the mount offering specifically. Last, last time it was just another different colored Alligan node. <laughs> <laughs> and this time it's like the, the tribe mount, but standing up instead of like bent over like mm. a helicopter. Like there's not a lot of variation here. Um And we did I did have,
3: sorry, I would say we did yeah. have a unique dragon mount. We did. And that was really we, cool. Was the only the first
1: couple, mount. the first couple of season series is whatever's were cool unique things
3: well but, but they have also added in other cool unique things like when we had the alleigan node, we had that custom glamour set so that was yeah, a whole right. unique like asset they added in to be the true re- end of the track reward for that right
1: yeah but I, I I'm worried that it the reward started out strong but if they get into this thing where they're gonna start to reuse a lot of assets or recycle stuff in a way that might burn people out so like i don't know it's just just a thought it was an observation i just remembered um i mean some people have said that about the dread wolf uh sure like Like the weapon specifically because those have been around for a long time they're like okay now it's kind of shiny but now they can go so there's it's something you know
3: yeah if they had done a more unique special effect Mm -hmm. for that some of them do look really fantastic don't get me wrong but We've seen some of these incredible designs come out, like especially with the four lords weapons and on where mm-hmm. they have these really unique special effects and things mm-hmm. like that. So if they really started customizing that and, you know, catering to the sort of themes and aesthetics within um, you know, our new Astra Umbra and everything mm-hmm. else, right? I think that they could have some really cool stuff there that people would genuinely work hard to try and unlock or get.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean it says getting up that high now, you can Correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't remember how you're gonna get that upgrade item. It's like it's amount of time that could be similar to doing an ultimate. Like you, number of hours. It's 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 through like a token exchange thing, yeah. if I remember. Yeah, um, but you need to be in the top one hundred or top whatever for your yeah. server cluster.
3: It can you don't have to just be top one hundred, which okay. I'm so grateful for. You just for. need
1: to get to crystal or something. You have to get
3: to crystal rank, I think. Okay. It's crystal, I'm pretty sure, although chat can correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Um I think you have to get to crystal rank or be in the top one hundred. Okay. It That's- might it, actually it might go down to diamond rank. It
1: could. Yeah. It depends because for me, I think that that really cool reward, if you're spending amount of, the amount of time that someone's spending learning an ultimate now let's not talk about the best of the best. Let's talk about at least a little bit above average groups getting through ultimate. Like all of that prog distilled down in the hours versus PVP into hours. If that's close, give them that cool ass looking glow, you know. Mm-hmm. Like the real glamour in game is your weapon for your adventurer plate. Right? So that you can get those effects on it. <laughs> like, it, like, make some really cool effects that were made to be part of the adventure play. Like, if you do it this way, it looks like you have, I don't know, a Super Saiyan aura. That's the first thing I thought. Of. But, like, those <laughs> things. Those are cool. That's that's not why people try and do ultimates. That's kind of there, too. It's I,
0: you disagree? I would, leave, I would leave that for, like, sure. top ten, top Yeah. At the very least. Like, Crystal... Chris, getting a crystal is one thing yes like after get like the work after getting the crystal is a completely that's where it thing. is yeah. then, and, and i feel like that equates to the time someone mm-hmm. would put into an ultimate
2: mm-hmm. it's just yeah. like
0: like going in and still like after crystal going in matches and mm-hmm. risking the points they have just yes. to just to mm-hmm. kind of get higher so yeah, yeah. Well, and, i think and, that
1: equates and, even even then too i mean depending on how you want to you know is it is the time just time in matches or is it also time in queue because the rank queues have been getting a little (laughs) longer
2: yeah i mean they've they've been
3: really difficult on some servers which is really sad to see and Mm -hmm. i mean that's why i think even if they just increase the special weapons and things um to make them really cool and you know said hey you do need to try and get to these ranks i mean yeah i think i i agree sly i don't think it's Quite on par than ultimate mm-hmm. from when I was doing my own crystal grind. But, I mean, it is still mm-hmm. in the equivalent of PvP, right? Some of the most time investment you'll put in. And depending on who you're, like, you know, matching up against, then yes, depending on the queue times and depending on RNG luck of the draw, of various teams, although don't blame everything on your teams. Yep. You have agency over yourself as well. And there's a lot you can do even individually to save a match, right? So it's something where... I mean, yeah, I think having that could definitely incentivize. And of course, there will always be the discussion in PvP of well then, but how do you reward the top 100 players? And how do you reward to Mm -hmm. give them the things for pushing beyond that? Because Mm -hmm. it's a balance where you want to incentivize as many people as possible to be popping that queue. You want as many people as possible to be in there just trying ranked. So Mm -hmm. you do need to have a cool reward for that and a reason for them to play it long-term. But uh, I mean, yeah, there there are other ways to acknowledge or validate those who have been in the top ranks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's always been a balance of them trying to avoid doing too much that are like exclusive limited rewards that, every, you know, the vast majority of people won't be able to get. But also incentivizing people who are interested in striving for that to get it. I, I think there's a way they could do it, but mm-hmm. um, I think this was a great first step to at least introduce oh, yeah. the concept of having these upgradable weapons. So mm-hmm. yeah,
1: mm. oh, here's 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 a thought, and I and I don't want to like take us down a whole other tangent, but I think it's an interesting yeah. question. What if they just had one type of crystalline conflict to queue into, and it's just y- what you, you mean? get remove casual. And just have it be ranks tracked the whole thing.
3: People would not then, people just wouldn't play it.
0: You don't think so? Yeah, <laughs> you would have you would have uh you would have people who you would have the, the hardcore PvP peers who would just be mad at the the ones mm-hmm. who are new because you're dragging down my rank. And uh um, yeah. I mean you're gonna get that even like if that. you rank if you queue up for rank
1: though, you're always like gonna get that one person, right? Like
0: but casual is a is a good room to try shit. If you want to try, like, a, if you haven't PvP'd on this job and you bring that into into ranked, mm-hmm. 9 okay. out of 10, you're bringing down your team. So yeah. I feel like casual exists just for that, to try okay. new stuff, and then when I'm ready, go in the rank. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I really think that you shouldn't Yeah, don't take away casual. Just, like, having casual as a testing round is a great thing. Never get rid of it.
1: Okay. I was just, you know, I was thinking queue times and, you know, I was just like,
3: hmm. Yeah, I mean, in theory, it wouldn't be a bad idea if it weren't for the fact that I think people tie so much direct performance anxiety to where you are rank-wise, sure. right? Like,
2: yeah. you know, mm-hmm. if
3: people feel like anytime they queue in, they're going to be getting a grade,
2: <laughs> Yeah,
3: it's something where you're just going, I don't want that, thank or, you. Or that you're, you're somehow
1: like... <laughs> You know, getting into like a, a match with like s- people that are better at this than you, and maybe you want to mm-hmm. avoid that. And yeah, no, I get you it. Know. Yeah, that makes sense. It's something that came up in a interview. I don't know which venue. I, I wish I knew. Uh, for sixteen, because there's like a there's other modes where you get scored. That's to keep everything light spoiler, but they don't really score you through the story because they're like that would make people not feel good if you did your normal story playthrough and you got to see on things you'd feel bad and i'm like yeah i i get that uh it's kind of that separation because we do have places where hardcore and casual interact and i say this all the time like 24 man and if and things like if we didn't have the main scenario roulette and it made you watch those cutscenes, the pressure on new people to skip cutscenes. Yeah. Because of people who want to get through it faster. Not even, like, hardcore. This could just be someone who just got off of work, who just wants to go faster. That social pressure sucks. And that'll really stop you from playing a game. I heard a lot from people who tried WoW. And they're in the early dungeons, and people just don't care. They're gone. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, I'm, I'm doing, like, level 10 dungeon for the first time. Razorfin Crawl? Man, I wish I could forget WoW. I can't. <laughs> um, something like that where you, you log in and everybody's gone and you're like, what am I supposed to do? Oh, and I'm wrong and then you get kicked. I think mm-hmm. th- that friction is so important to minimize yeah, so you can kind of self-select into the more hardcore mode than casual. I, I think that that's really important. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um, do you think PvP, uh, especially Crystal in and Conflict, in, in the last few months... Um, have we seen like a a bunch of people flock into it because of the the tournaments that are going on right now? I mean, obviously, I think I think Rook is probably the one that probably is a little more dialed into this uh, yeah. <laughs> than all of us. But
3: mm. I mean, I will say that I don't think it has hurt. You know, I mean, that's the thing. It is it something where just because somebody sees a tournament, they are you know, if they really hate PvP and they had a lot of really bad experiences in it, are they gonna go, oh, I'm totally gonna play now? No. But I have seen a lot of people, I think, just give it a try. Give it a try Mm -hmm. and come together to make teams. I mean, especially when Square Enix for at least these regionals, right? The regional championships um, has been offering cash prizes Or when we see things like you will get a ticket to FanFest and be flown out if you win it, (laughs) you know, like Mm -hmm. if you make it to the finals. Those are incentives where I think that because there really is no punishment except for oh, well, we didn't make it, you know, which can be a bummer. I mean, I've seen a lot of groups just get together. And even if they have never queued up or decided to try and do, you know, uh, pro PVP teams or anything like that, they were just like, ah, YOLO, yeah, we could win like $20,000 and go to FanFest. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Absolutely. And I think that has been great because that energy and then also seeing the positive reception that they get. When they announced, and you know, they said, "Hey, these are the teams that made it," and I saw a mm-hmm. lot of faces in there that I have not seen in other community events, in Frosty's C3 tournament, in um, you know any of the previous casting I had done with Wolves League and everything else. I saw a bunch of new faces that I had not seen, heavily invested in the pro scene, who now were tweeting about how excited they were to be a part of it. So. I do think there are people who have gotten more invested and more excited about it because of it. I think even as we actually get to see these finals and things at FanFest, we may see even more as people watch these tournaments and get hyped about it and are a part of them live or online. I think it is something that can be really important and even on a smaller scale like the Crystalline Conflict Roulette, they've had a lot of people that have come in and had never done PvP before and then tried it, had a great time and now they show up every week. And even if it is a a smaller scale community event like that, that is still something that's bringing people in and getting people excited and positive about the experience in PvP. So, I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with us encouraging each other and building each other up in the community and bringing it up more as something to do in the game. And then I think having these huge things does not hurt at all because it gives people a different level of incentive and excitement and it rolls it into the community, which is great.
1: Uh, Alright, so moving on from PvP. It's so oh, interesting. Uh, like, ever since we, we had that mention of like, there's like always like multiple tiers to everything. It's like, <laughs> we talked about some of the casual stuff. We talked about PvP, ranked, casual. Crafting and gathering is next on our list. Mm-hmm. And we have that <laughs> here as well, because there are some people that go super hard
2: <laughs>
1: on on these as well. Um what 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 does everybody think about the current state with with crafting and gathering? I mean, we have um you know, there's custom deliveries which you know, we also have like some some of the tribe quest stuff is gathering mm-hmm. or crafting based. Um Yeah, any we have ocean fishing as
0: well is is in there. It
1: it's it is a thing for fishing fishing is a gathering thing,
0: you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like ocean fishing is more Recreational gathering. <laughs> so we should have had this up in of, casual uh, content. <laughs> I mean I mean it's kind of its own thing, which is a good thing. It's a good yeah. thing. Um like as as it, it as opposed to like normal gathering, it doesn't like you, you don't really get anything out of like from it. Like you mm-hmm. can't put anything on the board from it or anything. Like you it's just reward structure. It, it's it, it like, you know, Minions achievements, yada yada yada, that's it. Um, is it fun? Sure. I haven't done it in a while. Um, might need to get back to it. Um, screw that whatever 3 million point achievement that they have oh, on that, that Happy <laughs> that Happy did like a year or so oh, ago. Cuz I will not yeah. be doing that. Uh World Class Troller, yeah, yep. that's the name of it. World yep. Class <laughs> Troller. <laughs> yeah. World <laughs> class yeah. Screw Troller. that yep. because I'm not doing that. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's recreational gathering. But as far as like crafting and gathering, yeah, it's a good way to make money. Yeah. Hundred. What was that? Yeah. It grossed 161 mil. So
3: yay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think that crafting and gathering from what I've heard and as somebody who has gotten into it myself, just more intensely this expansion although again i haven't got as Mm -hmm. hardcore as some people have and things like that but this has been the first time that i've really heavily engaged with it partially because everybody keeps telling me how great the storylines are for things like custom deliveries and the studio and all that kind of stuff And i was like okay i gotta just do it um, but I, you know, it seems to me that a lot of the changes they've made with crafting gathering have not been poorly received by the community. We've even had, you know, various things like being able to repair in instances that have come in here post Endwalker, so that you can repair mm-hmm. your friend's gear even if you're mm-hmm. in raid without having to hop out, which is great. As long as we've you're not had, in combat. As long as you're not in combat. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. We've had a lot of things like that. We've had expansions and introductions of things like ocean fishing. Right. I think crafters and gatherers while they didn't love ish guardian restoration in the end in the sense that i have heard a lot of feedback from the community and hardcore gatherers and crafters who while they were glad to have something to strive for in regards to basically the leaderboards for crafting and gathering they also just absolutely destroyed themselves doing it and they've yeah. said like i would not do that again um, it wasn't rewarding the way it was, and while I'm glad that I got my titles and stuff, I really came away from it just being like, this was miserable, <laughs> and I'm so <laughs> tired now. Yeah. Um, but I would like to see them keep doing something like that and refining the formula for that. I think a lot of us were wondering if we were going to get another restoration, this expansion, to have this supposed end game content for crafters and gatherers that they sort of pitched uh, pitched Ishgardian restoration to be. And we haven't seen any of that yet. So, I mean, Final Fantasy XIV already has one of the most robust and unique crafting and gathering systems. There's already a ton of story content that you can do with it. They have streamlined it. I do think it's very accessible at this point. And I do think that, you know, you can get your hands on it and level, even if you don't know all the intricacies of the ins and outs of it, there are still ways to hone the craft and get deeper into it. But I would like to see them continue to um, keep as kind of anchor points in our content cycle things for those particular enjoyers beyond just the tribe quests, because those are pretty boring. I mean, the quests are good, but it's not like in and of itself, it is like a prestige thing or like a big event or a building up a city. Kind of thing, mm-hmm. which I think gives mm-hmm. you a real sense of getting to do something special with your class and contribute to the world rather than just fighting in the world. But to actually rebuild what has been, you know, harmed in our great conflicts or help people or that kind of thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the, the way that they did it with Firmament, I thought was really cool. I mean, because it would, you know, they would erect a statue for like the the crafter that like did the most, like the class that did the most stuff. Mm-hmm. Um... You know, some servers got it before. Others. Like I just, I thought that was really cool, and I'd like to see more of that. Whether it's, um, just crafting gathering based, or even just you know some kind of fight based thing. And I think I think that kind of stuff is really cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think there's there's a, f- you know, every every couple patches we get a bunch of new recipes, we get some more nodes and stuff. Um, we a bunch have of tools. Yeah, we get we get the tools, the quest for those. Um... Mm. Hmm. Yes. Yes. Sly. So <laughs> <laughs> why
0: I mentioned them again? Um. You know the the resplendent tools, the the crafted ones. Again, I don't really know about the gather ones. It's fine if you like shiny stuff. I mean, but mm-hmm. at least make it worth. Yeah. like it's mainly again it's mainly for manual crafting and in, in terms of the monotony of crafting in general whether you're doing your custom deliveries whether you're doing your tribe quest whether you are making a, a buttload of crafted sets for people who's really doing manual crafting everybody and their mom is yeah. probably doing ma- macro crafting So it really it hard like the the bonuses that the resplendent tools do give doesn't seem worth it for you know your just general everyday macro crafting. So um, Mm -hmm. I kind of feel like they should rethink um, what the bonuses will be for the uh, resplendent tools. Otherwise, I I just I'll just make the crafting stuff
2: be happy. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I did the uh, when when Firmament was out, I did like the pickaxe because it was like shiny dragon scale like pickaxe. I'm like, that's kind of cool.
0: Uh, <laughs> it, what are okay? Uh, so you might know what are the benefits for the the shiny gatherers
1: gatherer? They uh, have higher. Him? They have higher stat. Like there's, it's just a shiny. That's stick. it. Like there wasn't that's anything it? about it. Like and and granted, like Firmament, this was this was a while ago, but like I mm. remember getting it, and I wasn't like hardcore into like crafting and gathering. But I did enjoy mm-hmm. like, you know, especially like heaven's word when they added like scripts and stuff. Like I was all about like going around and gathering on the miner. Like I I enjoyed that. I you know, I camped nodes mm-hmm. a lot. Um mm-hmm. so, you know, like in, in that regard like miner is like my main gatherer. Um so like well, mm-hmm. I'll go for the thing, but it's just it's just a lot of running around getting a crap ton of rocks to turn in and then going somewhere else and getting a crap ton more rocks to turn in. <laughs> and the end result is I now have a pickaxe that is shiny. Like I don't, I don't remember anything crazy. Somebody says special bonuses for collectibles. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Like,
2: well,
1: that's what I it, would see. It would make sense that there would be something, right? I mean, and and let's be honest, so many people like everything else do things for the glam. Um, so from from what I saw, it's basically you get a proc. To get a bonus when you're doing collectibles things, basically. You you okay. increase the chance to trigger, like, collector's intuition by a certain amount when gathering collectibles, which is... Okay. Uh, honestly, when I was working towards that, that was probably the last time I was, like, really gathering stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I got it. Cool. I'm just going to go do tribe quest now. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. To be That's honest,
2: it.
3: I don't... Okay, so, so as somebody who is more of a casual crafter-gatherer, right? Okay. I think they could do something a little bit more to engage players in. Okay, well, what's the next thing that I do? Right, what's the next thing that I do as a crafter gatherer? And if I like that they have essentially the sort of relic weapon equivalents for crafters mm-hmm. and gatherers, but whereas for correct me if I'm wrong on this, please, um, whereas for you know our PVE classes. There's a quest you go get, and then you like you do the whole questy thing, and you have all whatever component that's a part of, and then you earn it and you get it, and it kind of comes to your attention in that natural PVE game flow. I, I don't think it does the same for Crafters Gatherers, right? Is there like a quest that pops up when you hit a certain level, kind of thing, or
0: in
1: terms of like the like the relics, like the special? If
3: weapons, you decide to so, pursue the relics or special uh, weapons, yeah. Not really. I not mean,
0: really. You have the you have to look for it. Like it's something you have to like really. I like, think it's. I haven't done it.
1: Aren't the new mm-hmm. ones like Sweet. back in Yulmore or something? Oh, or was that was that I a different? So. Was that last? Experience? <laughs> I can't see. I don't even. I don't keep them. I this think so. Stuff. Just <laughs> oh. by the name of the. NBC. I mean, like, I feel yeah. like a, like the screenshot. I I saw a screenshot that
2: was. It's like in hysteria. the hysteria. Criteria. Yeah. Okay. 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 So, yeah.
1: even even still, right? It's this area that, like, if you're current MSQ, you're probably not going back to that often. So the only way you would really know about it is like the patch notes.
0: <laughs> patch notes. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah, see, see, the thing about crafting, like, in-game crafting, like once you're done with like the the quest, once they're all leveled and everything, you've done all the craft requests. It's pretty open-ended. Like, the, there's, the, like, outside of crafting content with resplendent tools and things like that, the next logical step, I believe, for a crafter, once, it, you know, you've gotten your Omnicrafter, you, you know, your, your, your BIS, Penta-Melded, yada-yada, mm. yada, those will be steps, honestly those would be your steps like get pentamelled to, to get like geared as best as you can go out in the world and make money
2: like and, and, <laughs> like the game
0: isn't going to the game isn't really going to tell you you know go make money like it, it's it's a logical step but the game won't tell you that and uh, like i just took i just took that logical step myself because you know i was broke um <laughs> Yes. And maybe maybe it has to be like you kind of have to reach that point. Either like you're doing mm-hmm. you're doing okay on Gil, but you could have more. And you know, there's this thing. Here's this thing. It's the market board. You know, you <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> you can you can make stuff and and, and you know um, other parts of content really really. I guess, kind of feed into crafting, for example, maps, like you, yep. you get this mat. like I, what do I do with it? Well, you can make something with it. Uh, do you have a crafter level to have all of them? Leveled? Yeah. Go ahead and, uh, like get the other mats, and you can make something and you know, you can use it or put it on the board for boo-coo bucks. Oh,
2: and,
3: that just made me think. So I, I don't mean to interrupt you.
0: Go ahead. Go ahead. But,
3: but that just made me think. I wish that we had more of this tied together in a flow for crafters and gatherers or like new Mm -hmm. crafters and gatherers, where if you see that mat like you're talking about, and maybe they added this in recently, but I have just forgotten. But like you could click that mat and it would just pop up and say, these are the recipes that use this mat. And you could see what like level threshold you needed to get to. I think you now have to go like into the interface and do searches you, and stuff. They have some you can stuff see. where you can, you can.
1: You can, you can okay. search you for can. recipes off an item, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so when you right-click when you it, it'll, like, when you right-click it, search for recipes using this map.
1: Yes, you know, okay.
0: It'll it'll give you the recipe and whatever other map you need. But you, you also, need. you do and, have and,
1: to have the recipe book, though, in order for that to yes. to show I you, see. though. Yes. So.
3: I wish that it was something where, because you get your starter quest with the crafters gatherers,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and then, if we had something that was almost like an additional supplementary kind of tutorial guide, something, right, that said, like, now what can I do with crafters gatherers after you finish those base quests and you go through that story to have like an idea of how you could participate in the economy? I mean, we will learn this as players because we communicate knowledge to one another, but it would yeah. be great if there was more or that even taught you about things like the script vendors and stuff. because. Oh, yeah. I when I was getting into crafting gathering recently, I was so bewildered by the script vendors. I'm like, what gives me what and where? And I'm how many supposed colors to get, are. There? Yeah, I was like, and I'm supposed <laughs> to get gear from this, or is this how I primarily gear? And then when you see that progression all the way through to something like the relic weapons, right? I think mm-hmm. integrating more into the flow. For players who are interested in that crafting gathering, creating more of those links in the chain so that even if you don't have that book, you can right click that item and it'll say you need X book from this vendor and this will unlock these recipes that use this or something. That would be so nice. And if it was kind of directed to you, I think it would be great because the state of crafting gathering is not bad in the game. There's so much you can do with it, Mm -hmm. but I think Mm -hmm. people don't even understand what they can do with it a lot of the time.
1: Yeah, I right. think that the problem with this is, you know, kind of creating like a like a, a natural feeling path. Um, mm-hmm. When it comes to like the the role quests for the individual crafters, um, not not everybody, but some people will do them up to a certain point, and that point is sometime in Stormblood where it unlocks the last quest given ability. <laughs> After that, mm-hmm. a lot of people will just mm-hmm. stop because it's story and that's it. Um, and then you have something like, uh, you know, Crystarium deliveries, which which are great, but, um, and, and they have that, again, in, in Endowalker with the Studium deliveries, but they mm-hmm. divide up the roles, so it's like, okay, you can, like, use this to level up one of these three crafters for, like, this NPC, and the same thing for that. You can't just use it to take everything up. You have to pick and choose. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And even then, though, so, like, you would finish one, Right. And then you'd have no reason to go back to them. And then when they mm-hmm. introduce these kind of crafter relics or whatever, it's so later on into the patch cycle that you're not going back to the studium for anything anymore. So you wouldn't even see a quest, even if one did show up. I think I think that's where the problem is with with that. So I and it's a lot of crafter progression after that initial level cap. It's buy whatever the new gear is, pentameld it make stuff get scripts get recipe books get mats from maps profit like that's that's kind yeah. of the progression it's not yeah. you know tied into like msq like battle classes and the the, mm-hmm. the battle class relic stuff is it's a it's it's mm-hmm. it's a very different kind of thing and I, I i don't know if there's a good way to naturally lead into the the kind of relic for crafting gathering via like some kind of like story method because i the the path just isn't there, like it is yeah. with battle classes because of the MSQ. I would love to well, see some. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, I'd love to see some of that like crafter guild type stuff. Because it kind of started that way. Your your story went through, you are a yeah. part, you're a carpenter, you're that. I'd love to see more of that, and they could kind of give you it through there. Like, okay, well, you're one of the best crafters in the world, you're the best carpenter, cool. Here's some work orders that have come in that are super hard with super unique ma- you know materials that you have to get so hot, kind of like what collectibles were supposed to be.
0: It'd be cool to go back more. to basics. Like, aren't those expert really uh, expert recipes now?
1: Yeah, basically expert, expert but, but, recipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I don't know how you like. I was thinking of wow because of their work orders in this new expansion. Right, mm-hmm. a person can put up a work order saying I need this, and someone can fill it, and like. I don't that's a good idea. Like mm-hmm. that that's great. Like you go I want this. I want it pentameled or not. Like you can put mm-hmm. all that in notes and it's right. there.
2: I like that. And then that. someone fulfills
1: it. And that's Yeah, exactly that is a, that is a while.
0: really good idea. Like it, for well It's a good idea, but mm. it, <laughs> the but. Yep. <laughs> but but you're kind of you're kind of ruining my hustle a little bit. Yeah, I, I, see that. I, I made I made 161 million by going grassroots and everything. Yeah. so I so I didn't have to fight anybody on mm-hmm. the board. Like you just came to slide, tell me what you need. Boom, yes. boom, boom. It's done. You know. So, so while it's a good idea, I kind of ruined the hustle a little bit.
2: The
1: the interesting thing is they have like public and private, and like you could be your guild's crafter and you could get private requests, and that's an interesting thing in which the person doesn't even have to put the mats in it's just hey i need this and you know it's just between the two of us like it doesn't go on the 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 big board or anything that people can just pick up so uh, i don't know oh well but if, i agree if, with you if the it public would is the to supply mats i can already tell you it yeah. wouldn't work in 14 because of bacteria. Sure. <laughs> why yeah do you know because how many like materia you need to get like a successful like fifth meld? And <laughs> well, like, maybe it doesn't do pentameld. Maybe well,
0: uh, well, uh, well, it's not as bad as it used to be. Maybe yeah, maybe I'm lucky. Okay, uh, maybe I'm lucky on melds because like when I when I had the pentameld some stuff when I had the pentameld the the newest uh, the the most recent uh, crafted set for for mm-hmm. this uh, for this tier, um, mine wasn't bad, but like. When I was, when people were melding around me, like God, they lost so much material. <laughs> I felt bad for them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, so I guess it's a case to case basis, I guess, for material melding. Luckily, yeah. thank, thank God, I didn't have to meld the whole. The whole craft. thing is just a big scheme.
1: <laughs> it's like craft stuff, sell stuff, use that money to buy material, fail melds, <laughs> craft stuff, get more money to <laughs> buy yeah. material.
3: You would think. I mean, but. You would think that generally what would happen from that would be that the price would rise proportionally yeah. for full pentamelded gear, right? Oh, it and does. I mean, oh, it does. Yes. And like <laughs> if does. they were to put something like that on the board, you know? So, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. crafters probably wouldn't fulfill the orders unless they were at a high enough, you know, pay for it. Sure. Um, which is something. Well, th- but I mean, because that's, that's our material. Well, can I just th- say that yeah, because yeah, yeah. our material right now is more plentiful and cheaper than ever. There are so many ways that you can get it, and there are so many, you know, mm-hmm. that's something where I think that that could maybe even help compensate a little bit for some of the market on that, because I remember back back in the old days when the only way you could get the materia was if you did Palace of the Dead, and then you <laughs> oh, sold wow. it on the market board Oh, you <laughs> young,
1: and back in the day, if you wanted materia, you would go to Earth's Font with Earth's your font, Chocobo. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> With oh, any wow. any bonuses to uh mm-hmm. spirit binding. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, Back like Rook, as you said, man, uh, but Rook, as you said, like materia is is really, really accessible now. Um, mm-hmm. again, when I do my custom deliveries and I'm and you were talking about scripts. Uh what do I buy with scripts? I just buy materia. I just buy a crafter materia and hoard yep. it. That's all I do every week. Like I do, I do my weekly turn ins. Um, and, um, yeah, just use my scripts for material because I'm not going to use it on anything else. I have nothing, no real reason to use it on anything else. I mean, if I do feel in the mood to gather a little bit, maybe I'll get some cordials with it. Mm-hmm. With yeah. And, and yeah, there's the, the separation of crafter, uh, scripts and gatherer scripts, which are like, yeah, two different things. Uh, but, Either way, um, yeah, I'm just hoarding material, and yeah, yeah it, it's really, really accessible. So get material. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um,
1: anything else for for crafting and gathering? Uh most make of money. stuff. Yeah, make before, money. Before, make before money. we we jump into this lovely next topic, that I'm sure get no one money, has any paid. thoughts on. Get, yeah, get paid.
2: Get yeah late. so
1: we've gone through most of the responses that i see as well it's mm-hmm. basically we've said everything that they <laughs> said yeah.
3: yeah and for anybody who missed the first part of this we have there are two parts to this podcast i know we had a raid come in thank you so much and uh, it's great to see everybody so two mm-hmm. parts to this podcast in the first part uh, we talked about a ton of topics about the current state of the game, but the big thing was is that we also had opened up a form for all of you to submit your thoughts, your feelings, and where you are at in your experience of the journey and what you think the current state of fourteen is. So when we refer to our sheet, we're referring specifically to everything that many of you submitted and the mm-hmm. information that was contained within.
1: Yeah, it's the sheet. Everybody's got a sheet, right? Yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this 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 one is gonna, is oh. gonna have some discussion. Um, what are your thoughts on the current relic weapon process?
0: I love it.
2: Get out the of the here, Altia, no! Wow,
0: I plead the fifth. Yeah. <laughs> look, you I,
3: monster.
0: I look, okay. the fifth. I,
1: I just noticed again, and I'm like, oh hey, I could buy three more of those stupid rocks, and just hoard that I guess so I can make as many weapons as I want because there's nothing else to it. Yeah. I, I, I okay. still find issue with the fact that I think it's this, the second one. It's called like like complementary something. Yes. Why I am so, I paying yeah. for it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You good should be point. giving this to me. Why do I need <laughs> to go grind for it? I think they mean in compliment to like the previous step, but you're right, it should uh... be free. Let's, let's fight I for it. That does it. make no, sense, I just but it to also, be free. like, yeah, no, I'll take it for free. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think, for me, and again, I say this as somebody that both love and hated having something to do with Shadowbringers. Where, wherein, like, I could yeah. log in and just grind a bunch of Dalabrum Reginés, and I, God, I made five, six relics last expansion for, for yeah, some reason. I would do You're one that I'm crazy. like, I'm gonna do another one, because I hate myself. I don't know why I did it. It was something to do, right? Um, yes. And, and now here, as we get... <laughs> You yeah. really
3: got sly with that comment.
0: <laughs> it was something to do. It was something
1: to do, man. You know how much I would love something to do right now in this game.
2: Oh man,
1: it's you know it was it was one of those things where you know Eureka and 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 Boja. After that, I just I went really hard in that stuff. I you know I was logging, and that's what I was doing. Like every time I would log in, um, and so. Uh, yes kind of tied to the relic i miss that feeling of logging in and having just a giant area with a bunch of stuff where everybody else is also logging in and jumping into i miss i miss having that this this cycle um having you know there were like I'm trying to think what did eureka have for rewards <laughs>
3: A million things. Eureka
1: had so much. Eureka was, yeah, Eureka, I mean, Eureka Eureka had, like, the rabbits and stuff. You could get, there was the- The 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 11 game. Lots of 11 stuff. Like, I think probably, like, three people got that damn hat. That hat was a pain in the ass There was a
3: ton of special 11 stuff for Nostalgia Mm -hmm. based off of NMs. There were a million rewards. Lots of it was
2: from the the coffers
3: yes uh the dinosaur mount the that's like there were so right. many different things that came from it pieces of yeah. glamour a ton of stuff
1: and, and and it was all rng so uh, th- that was something that you could kind of grind for right but also you could get xP on other jobs like I leveled red mage because of Eureka as far as I'm concerned it's not called red mage it's called Eureka mage <laughs> um, yeah. and and so to not have that this time around um and and i mean it's well, it's hard to d- draw direct comparison right. Fusion, we, we, not
3: to um actually really fast here, but um actually, uh you couldn't level other jobs in Eureka, right? It wasn't until Boja that you got experience for leveling in. Was that
1: right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah,
3: okay. which was unfortunate, but it still motivated many people to level certain jobs and to sure. then bring it in to use them, which I think uh, is still
1: really Correct. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I, you know, it was it was something else to do. Obviously, everybody has their own <laughs> opinions, or you know, strong or not. Um, about yeah. some of the stuff in there but um I like the idea of something that it's 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 again it's another one of those tiered things, right there's the casual aspect of like i'm gonna just go over to this area and just run around get into a party and do a fate train with people or if you want to get a little more hardcore there's you know the the like the little duty instance things that could pop in in Boja. Um, then you had uh, mm-hmm. Del- Delbrum uh, Savage for, for yep. the real hardcore people. I mean, and we had Baldessi and Arsenal as well for for Eureka. Um, so having the relics behind that gave more substance to it, and it made it a little more. <sighs> Like, there, there was still, like, there was still very much a grind to it, right? I'm bugging mm-hmm, sure. in. I'm doing, like, six Delibroms or whatever it was for this one weapon, whatever. Um, but it, the Fate train and stuff, I think, kind of mixed it up in a way that made it more fun than just grinding roulettes <laughs> and just yeah. using tomes. Um, yeah. There's some I, feedback, too, um... I'm trying to find specific who said this. Uh, no, it was Anon. Okay, so someone says that, you know, they're casual and they want the relic grind to be casual, but roulettes give them a lot of anxiety, right? Mm. And it's like, yeah, you know, I hadn't really thought about that. Sure. Uh, as it pertains to just going in the Boja, living or dying, it doesn't really matter. You're mm. moving towards it, right? It doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. Living or
3: dying, it doesn't really matter.
1: <laughs> it doesn't. Like you're getting the Ooh. stuff no matter what. So it's it's kind of interesting because I didn't really think about that because I thought about it as, oh, well, of course, if you have to do roulettes, that helps people who are new to the game because there's more people in the roulette system to do stuff mm-hmm. that nobody wants to do. But I hadn't really thought about the other side in which they wanted it to be open world or somewhere else so that they can. Feel a little bit more casual grind than uh, Yeah, I mean I think the, the correlation there is the less people there are in an activity, mm-hmm. the more pressure there the more pressure there is on each individual. Sure. Whereas yeah. if you're jumping into Boja and half the people yeah. are getting killed by the red chocobo, it's fine. It's just this is a thing people get killed by. It's not just that I'm a terrible person or I suck at this game. Sure. Everybody's getting killed by the Chocobo Meteor. You know what I mean? So I think I think that's that's nice. And We're I think, all equal in the Chocobo's eyes, yeah. Right. And, and I think that's part of why We're I liked it Because it was just very casual. Kinda, you just jump in and everybody's just kind of throwing themselves at whatever boss. And obviously sometimes you need to take a minute and think about certain mechanics and stuff but it was just just log in jump in and just whatever like and i and i i, I missed that i think that's something that we needed with this expansion and instead we've got um different pieces of content that kind of took out that those development resources um and you know and again like like we always say experimenting is not a bad thing they need to no. try new things they need to keep you know try and make interesting things for this game sometimes those new things land sometimes they don't um I would I have yeah. given up some of the new stuff for like another Boja? I maybe.
3: I depending have depending s-
1: on what stuff.
3: Well yeah, depending. It, right. I like, mean
1: Variant Dungeons, bye. <laughs> like I don't care about Variant Dungeons. Well, like, but maybe all. you would have cared <laughs> about wait, wait, Variant
3: wait. Dungeons if you had to do them as a part of the step of this sure. relic. Maybe. Like
2: Yeah. Maybe. Exactly. Like if
3: you had to delve yeah. into the secrets of the world, and you could, if you found whatever chamber or something, you discovered an item that could I, be a part I, of or you ran whatever thing. I honestly still surprised unlocked. that they yeah.
1: didn't tie in the relics to that because I mean we all assumed that because this was seeming you know to take the place of like this kind of open area content, we're like oh so that's where the relics come from
3: yeah No. Nope. like to be honest I mean I know like the, the sentiment I don't care about variant dungeons is out there but it's because they've given nobody a reason to care about that yeah, right. unless, Th- well, and that's why I like, don't care unless <laughs> yeah I mean unless you are somebody like me who loves dungeon content has been wanting to have something like this scaling difficulty and that loves discoverable lore riddle puzzles like to me this thing was one of the best pieces of content that we've gotten and I am obsessed with like I don't run it all the time, but I really loved playing it. But they have not connected it at all into any of the cycle here. No. So I guess to share my thoughts on Relic Weapon, I I am always somebody who tries to acknowledge all the different sides of things, right? And I know the vast majority of players, from, from what I've heard, enjoy this, don't mind it, and are kind of glad to have a reprieve. My genuine 100% feeling on this is that I hate how they've done the new relics. I hate, I hate it, and I don't, I don't care if other people love it. Like, please love it. But I don't care if they had done tied it to variant dungeons. I wouldn't mind if they even had it be tied to more fate grinds. At mm-hmm. least I'd still be getting gemstones and more rewards from the new vendor because they've updated yeah. them a couple times or whatever. Like. I just personally, I think something you said earlier, Aldia No, just clicked with me when you mentioned, I don't remember the exact term you used, so please feel free to supplement, but you said like basically content that has an active engagement Mm -hmm. requirement with it, where you have to actively engage with something specific. Yeah. You go into Boja, you mm. fight the notorious monster, you do a thing. And it's not just like a vague amorphous thing. It is like a task, it is a thing that you do. It's not an automated cycle that runs on the island. They are things that you are encouraged to actively engage with and complete. And yes, technically, do tombstones make you engage with some form of content in the game? Yes. But the tomestone grind cycle has, for many of us, been its own thing. And mm-hmm. to me, I would rather see them expand something like tombstone rewards on a larger scale if they want there to be more uses for something like these other tombstones. And then also have us have some other method for these relic weapons, mm-hmm. as opposed to combining relic weapons into tombstone. Because then it's narrowing down the amount of content that I am being asked to actively engage with in whatever Mm. form, right? Because I can just pick whatever, I can just run my roulette, I can just do whatever it is, but it doesn't like actively engage me in something, let alone some of the really good new content that they have made with the variant dungeon. So, especially having recently done what are known as um, legendary weapons in Guild Wars Mm -hmm. 2, that process, while it is technically, it falls within the grind category, It is so fun. (laughs) It's really enjoyable. You come away from it feeling like you've really accomplished something. Now, granted, those weapons are forever in the game, the best weapons that you will have. And they have some really cool convenience perks to them, like being able to at will choose the substat accumulation on them, being able to, um, you know, uh, apply them with no cosmetic charge, uh, having a special lore library that unlocks new lore when you get that specific specific weapon, being able to use that weapon on all characters across your account and flexibly change the stats to suit that character if they can use that weapon because weapons are a little bit different in Guild Wars 2. They're not like bound to one specific class. Many different Mm -hmm. classes use many different arrays of weapons. Um, So it's something where I have loved that journey and it is technically grind content. So I do think there's a way that you can make these relic weapons feel relevant, important, like they have weight in the world, like they're taking you back to revisit significant parts of your journey, like they have some kind of greater lore in the world that's worth striving towards. I mean, yeah, I'm I personally am deeply disappointed in the mm-hmm. relic weapons um this time around and I I like Hildebrand, but I actually have like not even wanted to engage with the quest because I'm like Oh right! I have to keep playing Hildebrand if I want to get whatever the next step yeah. is. And I'm like, fine, mm-hmm. but I like I would rather just play Hildebrand for fun on a day when I just like was relaxing. And then I'm just kind of like, eh. <laughs> I just don't I think, do it. <laughs> yeah,
1: you anyway, know, I think that's where the issue comes in. It's they with this relic, right? They they took Hildebrand, which is just like a fun, silly side story. They made it like required. Which gives it kind of a different vibe. Like, oh, I need to go do the new Hildebrand, brand, right? Instead of, I'm going to do the new Hildebrand brand. Or the old. Um, but mm-hmm. I think that the, the, the big issue here is, is that because it's that tome requirement, yeah. they are rewarding you for doing what you already do. Right. There is nothing extra that you are doing for it. Um, and you want a relic weapon to feel special, Right. And, and, you know, and we've talked about, you know, the idea of like active content or passive content a little bit. mm
2: -hmm. I think
1: for a lot of people, well, yes, we are engaging in duty finder and stuff. Grinding tomes is probably the most passive thing in this game right now. Um, And to do that and just be like, oh, here's a weapon. What did I do? You just did good job <laughs> you're so relic weapon it's like just wow it. i worked just hard this um i think that's where the problem is they're they're rewarding you for not doing anything
0: differently and that yeah feels there's some weird. pretty much yeah there's some much.
1: feedback about that too Is from someone named tempest they're talking about the jrpg oh. grind right You grind and you get that shiny weapon. You do the ultimate and you get that shiny weapon. You do the savage and you get that shiny weapon. You do exactly what you were doing and you get a shiny weapon. What? That doesn't make much (laughs) sense, right? Yeah.
0: In in the case of most people, in the case of most people, like mm -hmm. you walk up and see, the thing is, I had no reason to use those terms. Right. So I walk up, shiny weapon. Yep.
3: Yep. It's, it's the like same it's, for me. <laughs> it's like it's
1: like doing the the science fair when you're in like grade school when you you don't get the first or the second or the third p- p- place ribbon but you get that honorable mention ribbon <laughs> and in this expansion that's a relic weapon.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I I again this isn't to negate anybody who prefers this mm-hmm. because I know that there is sentiment and we even you know saw in the forums that oh, there yeah. were a lot of people who yeah. were saying we do prefer this. But for me, I think I've found through this process that sometimes I, I personally feel that we do need to be challenged to shake up our own content ruts and mm-hmm. that we do need to be led to revisit certain things and certain content or explore something new. And that while there is a sense of, well, but what if I don't want to do that? Um, I think that sometimes it's actually kind of refreshing to many of us to just be like, well, you have to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you go and you Mm -hmm. do it and there's at least some variety to what you've done and there's at least some shaking up of the regular routine or sometimes you even revisit something and re-experience it in a different way with people or you experience something new with people because Mm -hmm. when i think about this relic grind i will literally not remember any of it i will be like And then I got the weapon, I guess. I'll maybe remember the conversations we had about it. But if you ask me about stories in Eureka, literally when we were all laughing about the red chocobo earlier, Mm -hmm. those are memories. Those are things that I remember about that process. And even if you get tired of it or you fall off of it or, you know, whatever it is, I recently went in and I did complete a Eureka weapon all the way through. And I was really (laughs) surprised to see that there is actually still a passionate corner of the community for that and that when i got into the crystal hunt trains and other like there's a discord specifically for it i always found people to run with and like even if i was on a map a lot of times i found groups and there were groups like coordinating um and i made new memories in those modes of course it means now you do have to take a little bit of time and go out of your way and like look for that discord or stuff like that but like i mean honestly there were times where i was just on the map and i shouted out and i found a group um so it's Really, this, I don't know, this has not been satisfying to me as another option to get something that feels like you achieved something through Mm -hmm. what might be considered more casual adjacent content.
1: I, and I think too, like just the the way they handled it, I think this is what is like the crux of my unenjoyment of this patch cycle, thinking Mm. about it because eureka boja relics tied to those things like we would log in between you know patches right the game would be like hey go do this go grind that and while there are still things like savage or extremes or whatever right i usually don't do that stuff as much so for me personally like my thing was like i'm gonna go grind out the relics we don't have Mm -hmm. that now and so i log in and i'm like what is there to do well there's roulettes those have been there forever. <laughs> that is nothing new. That is not interesting to me. And I think that's why I'm just, I'm not th- crazy about this patch cycle. Because mm. there is nothing tied to the relic. That's that's new. That's interesting. It's just, you got tomes. Here's a weapon. Hooray. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I said at the beginning that I love this and I was slightly lying. I'm just, I just no. got oh. it. I literally just get the relic weapon, whatever, and that's cool because I'm, you know, I have the other. I mean, all jobs. your, all your cool. books look the same anyway. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't don't get me started on that.
2: I don't just like.
3: Start- I honestly <laughs> also feel I don't. I know this is going to be my great hot take. No mm. one's going to agree Uh-oh. with me, and I'm fine with it. It's not really Uh-oh. a hot take, but it's just mm-hmm. not something that I think the vast majority of people would want to do. And I just want to do it. So let me just okay. acknowledge okay. that first.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: This Relic Weapon felt to me like an incredible opportunity to revisit 10 years of our story and have a Relic Weapon that was our legend. I think I've Mm -hmm. talked about this before. That's
2: fair. That's fair.
3: And so to me, I would have almost rather had them tie it to doing something like complete a full run of New Game Plus. Or I would have rather had them set each of the portions of it at different iconic moments in the game that, like, then you would have to like go through and re-experience.
2: Yeah. And
3: then at the end, to craft something that was like they were like the arms of light, Um, Mm -hmm. or like they had a warrior of light, warrior of darkness kind of theme where we had that kind of light and dark, or we had. Something that was like our legend, our legacy. And of course, maybe mm-hmm. at the end of it, it will be that. But I yeah. think for me, that would have been a much more profound journey. Even if, I don't know, even if they had decided to just do unique quests around it and then you just still did Tomestone. Yeah. I have no idea. Like, But I just feel like this, this to me... If you're looking for those kind of big prestige weapons outside of things like raids, and you're coming from other MMOs where, you know, there are these unique craftable items. This one, to me, just felt like,
2: uh,
1: eh. Yeah, yeah. Hearing hearing you talk about things that way, Variant Dungeon isn't where the Relic should have been. It should have been in Tataru. Oh, Sure.
2: Oh That's I it. guess you could, have. There, there's could your, have There's your
1: 10 anniversary Really? Really? Going through really? Catching up with people
2: <laughs> Really?
3: Yeah I don't know It's like some people will love this And I'm happy for them um, yeah. With this being something that was kind of a staple of our game And or has various iterations and other MMOs It definitely felt relevant to talk about In the greater context of current state of game mm-hmm. This isn't something that I think determines the entire fate of Final Fantasy 14 no. And the game <laughs> no, state, right? No. But it is something that I know for players recently has been um, kind of a mixed bag in how they felt about it. Um, although you will still walk away from it with something fun, you will still walk away from it with a cool new cosmetic, and that's great. So I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's not the end of the world, but
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so that's I mean that's it with like the actual in-game stuff. We're gonna we're gonna pull ourselves away a little bit um, and okay. talk about just like community vibes. Right?
2: Ooh, Ooh, the vibes.
1: The vibes. Community, how we how we vibing? Vibe vibe check vibe check (laughs) I mean, you know, we we have a lot of stuff going on with the community right now. I mean, we've we've obviously we had a a race to world first recently. Mm -hmm. Um we've got you know, kind of generalized, we've got Twitter communities, Reddit communities, um, various other social events that pop up. Um, Fanfest is coming up uh, which will be the first one in person for in, in, a, in a while yeah. um how how important do you think the the interaction in the community is right now um with with the player and I, you know I kind of feel like we answered this earlier with with that idea of people make their own content right if there's mm-hmm. a lull yeah. if there's a drought, people are going to find something to do and I feel like even if it's not in-game, right, people will, you know, if you have uh, an FC of people that are close or something, you might get together and, and do something else, even outside a game. Even if, you know, what you normally enjoy is Final Fantasy fourteen, you might do something else.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: I don't think, okay, I mean, it's it is a quiet time in the game. Perhaps. Yes. I will say this much for yeah. those coming in now with the current state of game. Um, I mm-hmm. think we had a little burst of energy with 6.4 and then that kind of mm-hmm. petered out. And um, I mean, right now, if you're a new player coming in, you may find that if you even have veteran friends and things like that, they are likely taking breaks. There is nothing yeah. wrong with that. I, the, right. It's a great time. I don't time. feel
1: like there was a patch a couple weeks ago.
3: <laughs> I know. I know. It's it is really? It came.
1: Quick. I did the MSQ. It's done. yeah
3: so i mean there has been some stuff i mean if you've been raiding that's been a very different story for many Mm -hmm. people because the Mm -hmm. raids have been have been a lot of fun um but it's one of those things where this is kind of a quiet time it's a great time to get into the game it's a great time to play through all the story it's a great time to explore all the side content and in that way i think right now we are an incredibly new player friendly timing in the game yeah Um, For those who are like veteran players or maybe you've had a break for a while and you were kind of considering like, oh, are people, you know, I guess hype getting real FanFest is coming up. I mean, it's still pretty quiet in the game right now. But that doesn't mean that the community is not still having a good time. I mean, we've seen just as many memes online. We've seen just Mm -hmm. as much turnout for big events. We've seen the world race. We've seen FanFest on the horizon. People are really starting to get Mm -hmm. excited about it. Um, I mean, the community in 14 is great, and it is thriving. And although we've had perhaps, I think, a lot of discussion, we've had some people who have decided recently that, hey, 10 years of story done, I'm moving on, um, it has still continued to do very well, and the community is still very interested in what's coming up. Um, I think right now we're just kind of in that waiting game.
1: And, and you know, there's there's also that yeah. unique thing, too, where it's, it is and isn't tied to 14 right we do have 16 dropping later this week um, and it's it's yoshida it's soken it's koji like it's it's the people that worked on 14 so i think
2: mm-hmm. you know
1: while not a multiplayer thing i think there is still very much an overlap right where um, oh yeah, yeah. For a lot of people that are having that kind of drought, I mean that's that's the go to right now, right? If if they weren't already like absorbed into like Zelda or something, um, there I think mm. there's a lot of people that are going to be jumping into into sixteen. Um, but I think yeah, mentioning that it's it's a good place right now for new players. Um, I hadn't thought about that, and that's like yeah, like hard hard agree um, for people coming in getting caught up. Um, even, you know, after July, right? When we get our, our first taste, hopefully, of 7.0. Um yeah. mm-hmm. You know, there's people that would be like, I want to get into this. And they'll have time to catch up now. Um, and there's, you know, I, I think it's a, good, it's, a, it's a good time for that. Um, yeah. I mean, honestly, the community is the only reason I'm still playing right now. That's it. The people that I know... And then, you know, the podcast and that sort of thing. That's the only reason I'm playing right now. And I would, this is one of the things that I constantly say. 1.0 into 2.0 only happened because of the community. And very specifically our peers still being here. Still, as Sly, you said, making their own content. Like the community Mm -hmm. is such a big part of this that, yeah, it's a content lull, but there's always memes. There's always, yeah. yeah. There's always DJs yeah. playing somewhere. We there's may have no content, but there will always be memes.
2: <laughs> yeah, there'll always be memes. <laughs>
1: the community engagement is insane.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yep.
3: Slice, been mulling over. I see you, like, wow. thinking about this. I see you thinking about it. Share those thoughts. <sighs>
0: should uh-huh. hold that thought I'm, like, I'm getting hot let me turn on my AC real
2: quick <laughs> oh, okay, all right, oh no he, he's getting
0: worked up about yeah, this right, whatever, right. whatever this is oh.
3: oh Oh geez apparently the community is just uh, on fire spicy. right now just terrible spicy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wait I've got something for this just give me one moment sure, take to, your time. Uh, <laughs> Move to somewhere else. Yeah, the community yeah. is great right the now. Did you, oh <laughs> did you see? This is going off topic. Did you see Fantasy Star Online two? Did a billboard? Fantasy <laughs> Star. yeah yep. yes, they
3: did, and it had to be a direct. Oh, but
1: whoever right? is doing the stuff over there at Sega, like
0: <laughs> their PR is chef's kiss. Wonderful. Absolutely.
1: Mm. Yeah. Such
2: Wonder. such a great um,
0: job. The community has always been a highlight of uh, 14. I always. I always tell people that's what got me in the game. Um It's not always perfect. Yep.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm sorry whatever um, I did. I didn't.
2: <laughs> and that's your fault. <laughs> it's all Fusion.
0: <laughs> it's all you Fusion. It's all you. Um And again I go back to I go back to what I said uh in part 1 in regards to in regards to Inwalker being a really weird expansion and the fact that we've always had something to talk about controversial. Mm. um, and, and again, this is just one side of the community is this is not the community as a whole. Like, mm-hmm. um, Majority? Great. Wouldn't trade it for the world. Um... There never in my wildest imagination when I started this game would I ever think to think that there would be drama. There'd be FF 14 drama, like drama for, for, for fucking what? What happened?
2: What's, yeah. <laughs> what's, what's, yeah, what's going on? Like
0: like who what when where why how? And as of recent, like, there's drama. And I'm like, for fucking what? I <laughs> hey, stop. Shut up. Like, seriously, shut the hell up. Um, again, majority of the community is great. And it, it kind of overshadows drama. But, like, with, you know, there being downtime, there being, you know, mm. this being like the lax time and we're waiting on 16 and everything. There's not a lot to talk about. The drama kind of overshadows everything when they yep. when it's a lax time. Yeah. And and I kinda hate it. Yeah. yeah.
3: There's been a lot of community policing yes. that I've noticed, particularly casting <sighs> world races and mm-hmm. things like that, where the onus that many players take upon themselves to for all that they can be very against the concept of harassment or cheating or
2: mm-hmm.
3: breaches of terms of service in the game, we have seen mm-hmm. a lot of people policing others in a way that borderlines on harassment. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I do think that is something that is worth remarking on, Sly. And I can tell you're very carefully choosing your words. <laughs> you're very, you know. <laughs> very, you very
2: careful.
3: Because it is something where I think we have to be able to accept in the community in the game that there will be criticisms there will be things that are outside of our hands as well there are things that are not our responsibility to police or take care of um whether or not a team is cheating and you think they're cheating and you're convinced they're cheating and blah blah, blah. like you don't have to just continually come in for days and harass the casters while we're live about how you think anybody not streaming is cheating like as sound well like as you this, have
1: some experience there. we have a
3: little bit of experience with this <laughs> because it just brought it brings down the entire vibe of the community to Absolutely. be real. It brings right. everybody down. these moments that should be fun times for everyone. it just like, slows the hype the conversation the excitement everything and this goes for the larger scale anything else any other drama in the community um there will be things that are important to point out and there are things Mm -hmm. that are important uh, important to keep an eye out in our own communities and in how people present themselves within our communities but um a lot of stuff is not our responsibility to police and especially if somebody just doesn't like a part of the game, or doesn't like something about it, or has a criticism of it, they're entitled to that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know a lot of people who have have spoken, you know, post Endwalker about various feelings, um, who have gotten just wild amounts of backlash from the community because their perceived interpretation of a character or a story beat or a moment, or whether or not they did or didn't like something. Um, somebody or a took chair. Or a chair.
0: (laughs) Or a chair, yeah.
3: Like, so deeply personally upset someone, which, again, your feelings are valid, but to take it out on other people in a vicious way is not okay. Um, People are entitled to their own thoughts, and if you disagree, move on. Like, all you can ever do is... Voice your own feelings, weigh that in in the conversation in a respectful way and say, oh, okay, well, I actually really loved this. And I thought this was really great. My reading of this character or this thing or this situation was really different. And I enjoy that we have different opinions (laughs) as long as they are not (laughs) harmful or persecutory of other people. Right. Mm. So like. I think that is something to keep in mind. The game grows as a game's community even um, continues to welcome in people from other walks of life and other games. As we come upon these big milestones, we have to remember that it's okay for people to have different feelings and thoughts. And that Square Enix, at the end of the day, will manage their game. They will take care of it. And that Mm. we can only do so much policing ourselves in communities before it gets unproductive. And before Mm -hmm. it actually starts really ruining everybody's enjoyment. (laughs) Right. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Like I will be Oh, you go ahead. No, you're good. You're good. I was just gonna say I I will be incredibly honest. I'm very negative about the game right now. But (laughs) what I don't do is come onto this show and project all of my feelings onto everyone else, just like we're saying. Mm -hmm. Some people enjoy that the relic is super quick. I'm not really one of them, but that's fine. It's just there, you know, like there's room for those differing opinions and I'm glad that people are enjoying and I'm not here to, you know, make everyone feel the same way that I'm feeling, but there's a lot of prevalence of that right now in the community, especially around the world race and who's cheating and who's not. That's just like, even just get out of here in general too, like over, over the years, especially when it comes to the 14 community personally i have found myself very easy to get invested into drama <laughs> uh, and looking back now i hate that part of myself from from that <laughs> i abs- i do i do cuz cuz now if i see it and it's it's like that that thing of like it's a car crash you can't not you, you can't look yep. away right you can't I, not. I do every so often <laughs> i catch myself but like if there is uh, somebody right usually this day and age now it's like a content creator or it's just Mm -hmm. a a whole group of people. If there's somebody that's putting out a negative vibe or they're just they're just you know what I mean? Like I just ignore them. Like I just I, I pay them no mind. If I get YouTube video recommends from somebody that I'm like, I don't want anything to do with them. I don't care about them. I know what they're about I right click their video and I say don't show me videos from this person ever again. And it's. It, I think I would recommend that to a lot of people. If there's people you know that are, you know,
0: drama prone, right? Just mm-hmm. avoid them. See, here's here's the hard part about it for me. Sure. Um, we we're all in the same business. We we all we all do content creation in within the fourteen space. Um, I, I kind of like. You know, liking it to, you know, when I, when I was younger, um, my, when I, when I was in high school, my dad was the guidance counselor at my high school. So mm. I was the kid who was cool with everybody, mm. no matter who had beef with who I was just cool with everybody. And I'm, I'm just like vibing. I'm just exist amongst everyone. Same thing here, like as a content creator. I know everybody, I'm cool with everybody, mm-hmm. but not everybody's cool with everybody. And yeah. it, it's become more prevalent now. And like in these days, um in these days I feel like it's gotten cooler to talk about the drama. And I'm like, what? It's um
1: uh, we, we are in like, the age of clickbait. That's what it is.
0: Yeah. 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 And I mean I'm and like I'm just here, I'm like. And somebody tells me about something or I hear about something and I'm like, I, I just pay no mind to it. I just keep moving on. You know what? I'm just, I'm just going to do my dailies and I'm just going to log in, do my dailies. Log, go play Diablo. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, and, and it sucks because again, at the end of the day, like we we've built this category uh, like on twitch and on youtube we we've built this through hard work and sweat and the community mm-hmm. and and for it to like turn like I would not say turn out how it is now because it, like it's not like a wholly bad thing it's just one bad aspect of, of a of a larger thing mm-hmm. um it, it just like i said it's just more prevalent when not a damn thing is going on So it's easier to, it's easier to see it. And it, it, I'm not going to say it's hard to look away, but at the same time, like, what else, like, what what else am I going to look at? Right. What else is there? (laughs) Yeah. What else is there? So, um, I just choose not to interact with it. Like, again, Mm -hmm. my name is Paul. This shit's between y'all. I (laughs) will... I'll be here on the outside and like if y'all need someone to vent at, you can vent at me. I ain't going to take sides. I ain't I'm, I'm not your daddy. Um but you know just just be kind to each other, I mean. It's yeah. like, yeah. like yeah. you're saying don't, don't it's okay f- to it's okay to have differing opinions. We're not going to yeah. agree on everything. Like I don't expect this to be a big kumbaya table and we just hold hands and you know, we. we <laughs> I like your job. You like mine. You no, imagine no, no, no. I don't on everything. That. that would be the most boring stuff. So- it, it would be yeah. boring as hell.
1: So you guys love late, but- love the tome grind for that relic. It's so good.
3: <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah, like it's, yeah, it's something that I think you're spot on about Sly. Right now, it's more visible, and a lot of what you might be seeing on Twitter, if you're looking from the outside in, or if you're involved in certain communities or on Reddit or anywhere, right? Especially when we have a slower time, when we're in patch lull, when we're between expansions, when we see a lot of this, I think, just kind of like Ouroboros eating its own tail. It just, (laughs) like, is this self-perpetuating cycle. So it is not the entirety of the community. And in fact... The community is overall one of the loveliest and best. We even had, you know, um, world first casters come in recently, some lovely folks from World of Warcraft primarily that, you know, have been getting into 14 and who, you know, maybe I've worked with or know from the WoW side and Lithy worked them in, brought them in here mm. for the 14 side. And so many of them were so apprehensive about going live with, with the broadcast. Like, do you think people are going to be really upset that I'm from WoW? Do you think that like there's going to be a lot of negativity? And while there were of course a few people here or there that like said something, um, for the vast majority, people were just like, welcome to the game. We're so excited to have you in it. No, 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 you're totally right. That's kind of what this means and this, 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 this. And those are the shining examples of our community. And those are a lot of times the people that you will meet in this game. And if you let them know you're new and if you're playing through for the first time, People will be happy for you for the vast majority of examples. Mm. Um, But when we kind of have these moments left to our own devices or where things are slow or where there may be other valid critiques of the game that are surfacing and people are, you know, grappling with that and how they voice that in, you know, a constructive way, it brings up some of this stuff so the community right now honestly is great there's a bit of a lull Mm -hmm. it's a little bit quiet and you will vocally see a lot of people that will be talking about various drama things some of which really has no business even being talked about because it's not even drama. It's like at best, the Lucas of warm. Yeah. It's like, it's,
2: it's but yeah. people will
3: go into it. Um, and I did have to just shout out really quick. Popato and chat said, if y'all want highest sense of community, come to dynamis. We can't afford to be toxic because there
2: are only <laughs> 20. of us."
1: <laughs> what an <laughs> athlete. <server> Amazing.
0: <laughs> oh God. That is so good. <laughs> Pobotoke, uh, hand claps for that. My yeah.
3: God. So good.
0: So go move over to Dynamis so that they can have 30
3: <laughs> people instead of 20.
0: And leave <laughs> your drama.
3: Leave your drama at the door. Yeah. Dynamis yeah. don't have room for it. Leave it. <laughs> it's, it's like,
1: this is a weird analogy, right? It's, it's this, the, 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 the bad apple kind of thing, right? Imagine an entire sure. orchard yeah. and the, the bottom of the orchard is lined with gongs. So anytime there's a bad apple that falls from the tree, everybody notices it. That's what that's what this is. It's just a gong orchard.
3: <laughs> that is the weirdest and yet most I, accurate I, metaphor. Yeah. It's yeah, a gong no, orchard. I see it. That's that's that's, yeah, that's I the like, period okay. that's
1: the that's where we're at right now in fourteen.
3: Yeah, but we've had a lot of stuff. We have FanFest to look forward to. We'll Mm -hmm. have the live broadcasts. We have various conventions where we've been having appearances again in person. We've had a lot more Q&As. We've had a lot of communication. Um, And the community has been also expanding their events, their offerings. We had Frosty dip into C3 with PvP coverage. We've had all sorts of community events. We have um, a ton of things from fishing stuff to, you know, fishing events to touring museums and game to watching live dance performances, which I'm actually going to be doing elsewhere tonight, live Mm. on the internet. So the community is wonderful and diverse, and there are a lot of great people um, and communities that you can find in the game. Um, The Gong Orchard effect, the echo chamber does tend to amplify things here or there, and yes, some drama has happened. But for the most part, although things are a little bit quiet in-game on the veteran side right now, I mean, the community has only continued to grow and expand, and Mm -hmm. there's more than ever for people to do and connect with, so...
1: All right, uh, let's see. So, right now, mm-hmm. with Final Fantasy 14, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. If you had a friend
2: mm-hmm.
1: that was like, I've been looking at that Final Fantasy 14, should I play that Final Fantasy 14?
0: Well, have you heard of Final Fantasy 14, <laughs> the award winning? We got a free trial, <laughs> <It's> Level
3: 60. <laughs> Yes, That's yes. the
0: answer. That is the stock answer to anybody who who wants to come in.
3: Yeah, free
2: trial. Yep. Yes.
3: Just I would whole yeah. I would wholeheartedly recommend it. Yeah. Any of our thoughts, any of our feedback, any of our critiques, any of our perspectives as a veteran player. And the thing that was incredible to me is that for all the thoughts that all of you shared on our form as well, some of which again were like, yeah. "I'm not really happy with the game where it is right now." Um, almost every single person. In fact, I think I d I don't know, but I wanna say everyone who actually answered this question, but maybe I'm not sure. I don't have it in front of me right now. Yeah, I'll look
0: through it, yeah.
3: Although I was looking at it. Every person mm-hmm. said yes. Almost every single person that had thoughts on this said yes. And I have recommended it to many friends, and I'm taking yeah. friends through it right now. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah, see. I mean, you know, even, even if there is like a, a lull or a drought right now, like if you have a friend come in they have a lot to get caught up on. By the time <laughs> they get caught up, we'll probably be at 7.0. <laughs> so there will be a lot of fun new stuff. If you're feeling like there's nothing to do and you have a friend that wants to play, you could play with them and then no longer be bored and feel like you have nothing to do in the game. I mean, there's, mm-hmm. there's no reason not to, to give the game a shot, you know? So I was looking through and yeah, it's 95%. Yes. I think the no's are important to go through. Okay. Right. Okay. So like the first one, no, because I can't recommend a game where you need 150 hours plus to get to max level. Okay. Mm. That is true. It is a commitment. Sure. Sure. It is. Especially if you're going to watch the story. Sure. Uh, is that that big of a problem? I think, I think you need to split story from max level it, mm-hmm. the, the way that they, they explain it the way that, 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 that says it makes me sure. think that they just want to be max level to do content in which case get yourself a potion and sure it's not i mean there's hours. this
0: there's this handy skip cutscene button that we have that if you really don't want to interact right. with the content yeah if, if there's scenes, if you, you just really just want to
1: get in and just yep. play stuff it's, it's yeah. not 150 hours yeah yeah i you know because when i looked at that i was like it's true to a point it is there's a lot to get through if you just want to get to the new the end of the 10-year story but you kind of have to look at the 10-year story to want to be at the end of it like that's mm-hmm. if you want to do ultimates there you can at those levels i don't i don't know very many people that would but some people who are on a free trial might yeah. right i don't know uh but yeah there's a skip you can skip cutscenes. you could do all that i wouldn't but you could uh, i think the only other no really uh is if they're looking for an mmo no if they're mm-hmm. looking to play a final fantasy game and then set it down yes mm-hmm. now i think that this i think that this is some of that negativity right that's coming through there's mm-hmm. a little bit of that right mm-hmm. and i i think what they're specifically saying is like uh once you get to the end right now there's nothing to do But that's definitely ignoring trying to get to the end, right? Right. So, I guess, you know, there's a little bit of that negativity in the community about this content lull, but I don't know that it's a reason for a new person not to join. No.
3: Yeah. They won't
1: be immediately affected Mm -hmm. by it, Yeah. Right.
3: Literally the only thing I can think of that would keep me from recommending this game to anyone, because, again, I love this game, um, and even yes, if there are things that we've had feedback on or this patch level or anything, this game still has provided me a journey that was more than worthwhile. It was more than sure. good.
0: <laughs> and you took the words right out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's about the journey, not the destination. Yeah, yeah.
3: and I, I love this game. Uh, even now, you know, I make my own content, I'm role playing, it's fine. I don't <laughs> have like extra dungeons and a bunch of other stuff. I'm reading, I'm doing, you know, like, I I still have things to do even if I have other thoughts on what they could have added or enhanced in our post-expansion cycle. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's one of those things where the only reasons I would ever not recommend this game are because somebody can't afford a subscription, Mm -hmm. but you could still try out the free trial and play it through Heavensward. So, I mean, unless you were someone who was gonna be really sad if you got invested in it and you genuinely couldn't invest long-term, then that might be something. Um, Mm -hmm. Otherwise, like for the vast majority of players, I would say, yes, try it. Even if you don't know if you'd like an MMO, but you love RPGs, try it. Mm-hmm. If you like making a character and socializing with people, try it. If you like having a character and playing solo, there are also options for you now to try it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's yep. Whether you're a casual to hardcore player, this game offers a ridiculous amount. And as far as subscription games go, I think truly it is some of the best consistent most polished overall content Mm -hmm. that you get for your money the amount of things that you can get in this game that are just a part of the game that you don't have to go to the cash shop for is incredible compared to many other mmos or free-to-play models the um, amount of value of hours of storytelling and content you'll get out of it incredible the music absolute banger like Mm -hmm. So good, the design, everything's great. So, like, unless somebody doesn't have the money to play it, or you know, um, genuinely hates RPGs and Final <laughs> Fantasy as a franchise, <laughs> I would recommend it to pretty much everybody at this point.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: one one takeaway from that, I uh, like one sidebar, a little sidebar uh, mm-hmm. for anyone considering playing this game uh piggybacking piggybacking off of what uh Rook just said the amount of care that the devs have for this game like it, it i find it very difficult to compare any other game or like well right now 16 um right. <laughs> obvious um <laughs> the amount of care that like any other community or MMO uh, would get from its devs is just something you won't see anywhere else. But fourteen, I'd say right now. Like I, I like I Rook. I can't speak on Guild Wars. You you can probably speak closer to that. But yeah, it's like it's just. I always tell people, and, and people have experienced it as of recent, a game the summer game fest you see mm-hmm. you see that face you see Yoshi P's face you know you're about like some good shit's about to happen
2: like <laughs> you true. know it,
0: it's about to be a fucking banger whatever happens it's about to be a banger and, and people are kind of getting on that bandwagon because of 16 and I, and I love it uh but yeah just like through the live letters and the amount of the amount of transparency that they have with us um again we might not uh, like be on on you know equal terms perfect terms all the time Mm -hmm. uh we might disagree about quite a lot of shit but even still we like it's just out of love for the game and at the end of the day we still love the game otherwise we wouldn't be paying the sub we wouldn't (laughs) have a fan fest like we wouldn't be here talking about the game right now. So, like, again, the amount of care that is put in the game, to me like, it is given back tenfold through, like, what we're doing right now and what we, and the experiences and the emotions we have for this game.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I had somebody ask me recently would you unsub to your, you know, to any of your MMOs for a period of time? Like, would you choose to do that if there was lol lull or something? And particularly, then they asked about 14, and I went, no. <laughs> I just said, unless I literally was in such dire straits that I could not mm-hmm. support the game, I wouldn't, 14 is one of the few games I would never drop my sub on, because I'm here f- till the end, baby. I mean, like, I'm it's, the thing is, is like, <laughs> I am so sold in. I love it. I love what they do. I, like, I have had so many incredible experiences in this game, whether it's emotional devastation, whether it is um, a, a chance meeting with somebody, whether it's role playing, whether it's podcasting with all of you, whether it's anything. I, my life has been changed by this game. And I don't say that lightly, you know? I mean, it, Is something that in 10 years of any relationship with anything, yes, there are going to be moments where you figure stuff out or you redefine or something appeals to you or doesn't appeal to you, right? But the thing is, is that 14 at the end of the day is a game where, just like Sly was saying, the developers care so deeply and the community shines so brightly when it's at its best. And... The world we get to share, the stories we get to take, the ways we even get to expand that in our imagination is something that's so genuinely precious to me that I, yes, would recommend it wholeheartedly to anyone because I want them to have that same journey. I want them to, and their journey through it will be different even just for them as who they are, right? Mm -hmm. But I want them to be in this space with us and even just from a content standpoint, we have an incredible range of content in this game whether you are casual, hardcore, solo, group player, um whether you like PVP because now that's actually pretty good or <laughs> <laughs> not that it was terrible before some people liked it, but you know, mm-hmm. at this point I think we can pretty firmly recommend it. Um or whether you like crafting, whether you like right, right it it really does offer so much. And much more than even many other games do. And I know, saw you mentioned Guild Wars two and like Guild Wars two is the great option. If you can't afford a sub, I'm just going to say yep. that I'm going to put it out there. <laughs> there's a reason I play both of them, mm-hmm. but um, I mean, there's a reason that I also pay a subscription for 14 and that I feel good about it when I do it. Mm-hmm.
1: See, I'm going to, I'm going to say something surprising. Yeah. If I didn't do this podcast, if there was ever a time when I would consider unsubbing and taking a break, it would be right now.
0: Okay. And I, and again, that's completely fair. And
1: and right. And let me tie. Let me put a spin on this. And that's one of the okay. good things about fourteen is hmm. that you can come in, sub up for like a month. I mean, of course, like all my subs, I do like whatever like the max thing is. So it's not like month yeah. by month. It's like, sure. I, yeah. I, it would never work out for me in that sense. Yeah. But. Yeah. like you could just sub up for a month mm-hmm. play whatever you want get the story out of it try out some of the new stuff come back in four months for the patch and keep going yep. and that's a completely valid way to play this as well mm-hmm. yeah you know Fusion I am, I am not too far behind you like, like I said I, I try not to be too overly negative but this expansion kinda sucked for me as far as the combat and it's my own fault i am a summoner one trick like you <laughs> did I it to am. yourself i did it to myself Aww. I there's so many jobs that i could play but i didn't feel like putting in the the effort to learn it making the ray group that i had at the time configure around me that that kind of sucked and if it wasn't for the community the people that i know that play and this podcast i would be taking a break probably um and that's fine that's a-okay yep. Uh, but I'm not, and that is why I would recommend this game. You could not, that is not the answer I would give you for WoW. I paid for a subscription for WoW since Classic, straight to Blizzard's Troubles uh, a couple of year years ago. That's when I unsubbed. But I was subbed even when I wasn't playing it, because I just, I want to give back to a game that I really enjoy. But there's only two in the history of games that I've done <laughs> that with, and that's WoW and that's 14. Mm-hmm. None other. And, I, and that's why I would say I would 100% recommend it. My feelings nonwithstanding. And I think, you know, uh, there's a lot of people who come through and there's a lot of hardcore raiders that come through, beat it, and go, eh.
2: That's right, such, that's such a nice way stuff. to
1: put it right now because my thought is mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think Square Enix is doing much with my sub money. <laughs> sure. Other than yeah. funding 16. <laughs> and yeah, there's that. <laughs> there are the idea. optics of that right now. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, look, I'm here. I'm doing a podcast. I've been doing, we've been doing this show for, we're going to be 14 years of games. 14 years of doing this podcast in August. (laughs) Holy shit. Like, we like the game. Like, come on, right? We're going to have holes. We're going to have droughts. But that doesn't mean that other people aren't going to have stuff to do. And that's fine. That's great that people are still finding enjoyment in this. And plus, we're going to segue. We got FanFest next month.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. We should be hearing about 7.0 next month.
2: 7.0.
1: So how how are we feeling? Like, where's where's the hype level at? Like, are you guys like super hype? Or are you just like, yeah, hey, it's another expansion? Yay. Like, where where are we at?
0: It'll hit more once I'm there. Yeah.
3: Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah.
0: I think I'm still now, not ready. Really? No.
3: Not ready for the new expansion or not ready for Fan Fest? Or both? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's funny. There's that sense of, I think, oh, oh, gosh. Is it really, is it? Is it that time again? I don't know. Even though we can sit here and be like, yeah, things have been quiet in the game. Mm-hmm. I think it always makes you kind of apprehensive about what's to come personally, because we're finally at like the month before, you know, like mm-hmm. we're getting to the point mm-hmm. where we're right there for Sinking NA Phanthas. Yeah, and I I am so excited. I think there's additional excitement for me too because um, as I've talked about on the podcast before, my first Fan Fest was going to be the year that it got canceled and we were all set to go. We were yeah. all ready for it and then <laughs> obviously pandemic. And I mean, uh-huh. they've done the best they can in that time and it was still yeah. fun to watch online with everybody. But to be able to be back together again, even though the world is not completely safe once more, but to be able to still get to finally like meet and celebrate and be excited and see what's to come i am really looking forward to it i am just even the chance to be with everybody but also the chance to see what the future holds and you know i think i have a lot of hope that as we look ahead at the expansion and things that even those of our fam and even those of our fam here on this podcast that are right now feeling a little bit like oh boy, you know, or a little burnt out or, you know, facing that kind of feeling that it'll just reignite the community in a lot of ways. And so I am really hopeful for that, and I'm looking forward to it. And I just, like, I myself have enjoyed all the story we've had so far, um, even if I have felt like the content has been a little sparse. Mm -hmm. So I am very curious about where we're headed and what the next 10 years is going to look like for us. So I really hope they come out with a bang. But even if it's kind of a quieter fan fest, I think I'll still just be overjoyed to just be with everybody.
1: (laughs) I... Need this fan fest to be a big W. <laughs> like, I need them to grab me by the throat and smack me in the face with whatever they're announcing because I am bored with the story. The content's not doing it for me. They need to do something to make me excited about this game again. Mm. Um, I mean, obviously, I think they can do it, right? Sure. But man, I just they they need to pull some rabbits out of hats or, or, or something and make sure that those <laughs> rabbits can the then rabbits. wear the hat that they were pulled yeah. out of. Um, they Square Enix has done a lot with this game. They turned mm. it around right They did 2.0. Yoshida has yep. done some really cool stuff. but they've also made some maybe not great decisions as well more so recently than you know in the last you know eight years before that. So, like I really need to see them step it up a little bit. <laughs> I don't know what we're gonna see. um they haven't really hinted at anything, which is part of why the story has been sinking so hard for me this this cycle we've we've got like, hey, did you see that they're gonna send darkons on this trip or something? That's it. That's all we know about <laughs> um yeah, so like i need I need a little bit, I need a little bit more um. Hmm. And obviously, like we don't know what that's going to be. If that's going to be Mara City, if that's going to be New World, if that's going to be going to the second or something, like who? who we, knows? we have no idea. We have no idea. Um, but yeah, I, I I'm excited for Fan Fest. At this point, I'm like, oh, please be a good like expansion announcement. I'm more excited <laughs> to see people. I think sure because because I know yeah. that part wouldn't potentially let me down. Not that I don't think sure. the expansion announcement will but yeah I I definitely agree with you there's some things that I really really desperately hope to see and I know some things are just never going to happen some some fundamental changes that I would like to see are just not going to happen that's just not the way that it's going to work for me I know the story is going to be a bang I know that <laughs> so I'm like okay show me that I think that we're going to get at least one new job and I think that probably as a caster and that's where all my hype is honestly
2: mm-hmm. really trying to
1: see mm-hmm. what that new addition to the job system could even be if it is going to happen once again mm. it could not happen but they have said that when we have an expansion we want to put these things that make you really excited for it and one of those things is a new job Yeah, and because we're not getting very many new races as they said we'll probably get one kind of you know. We'll get the one they promised us two years ago. Let's hope. Oh, let's hope. <laughs> I don't know what'll happen Gosh. if we don't <laughs> Yeah. I mean nothing will happen. They could not give us Fem Hrothgar. They they could. They shouldn't not give us Fem <laughs> No,
3: Please yeah. give me the beautiful Leonide now, no, we'll, woman. They'll, they'll,
1: they'll finally give it to us, but it'll still have the same headgear issues and we'll just be like, All right, yeah, I don't know what else <laughs> well, we expected. Possible. I mean, <laughs> they talked about the graphic update. That's super interesting to me. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that we know a little bit of what it's going to look like but we don't really know until we get in there and we go to Limsa or Olda your choice and you see everybody there and what it all looks like yeah right so I'm excited for that and yes the the caster if it happens is the thing so yeah if you see me after that keynote and Yoshi P has not even hinted because usually we get the t-shirt hint you know Yeah, NA will get a t-shirt, or we'll get a a limited job announcement. If there's a limited job, I swear to God, Square Enix, (laughs) don't. Just don't. (laughs) But, like, if we get through that keynote, and it doesn't seem like it's coming, that's when you'll catch me at the bar. You'll catch me at the bar either way, but that's when you'll definitely catch me at the bar going... (laughs) The the, the mood will be a little different. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm switching if I want to keep playing, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think in terms of like what we're going to expect and we'll, we'll talk about this probably in the next week or so too, for fan fest, we'll get a teaser trailer. We'll get an expansion name. Uh, it'll probably be slightly ambiguous enough to maybe not know where mm-hmm. we're going or maybe it will, maybe it'll be super obvious, right? It, it, it could go either way. They don't want to like, we're not there in game yet, right? Where we're where we're going. So they yeah. don't want to yeah. spoil it in that, yeah. way, in that way. Um, Yoshida will say, okay, uh, here's, here, maybe here's, here's like a, a tribe. Here's like a primal. Maybe he'll wear a shirt that hints at a job. Yeah. Uh, we will not get a job announcement because there's always two and they always save them for the last two fan fests. Um, I feel like this fan fest would probably have more of a focus on those graphical updates versus uh, sure. the actual content of 7.0.
2: Mm
3: -hmm. maybe maybe but
1: but i might be surprised who knows
3: yeah i mean best case scenario for me right now is that part of why it's been quiet is because they've been working on a ton of really massive Mm -hmm. stuff for 7.0 i hope so yeah Yeah. i mean we can't get our expectations up too high because again then we're setting ourselves up for failure Mm. if they don't deliver something that they never even promised right yeah But, um, I mean, no matter what, it will be great to celebrate this milestone together and to finally come together um, at the first FanFest that's being held live again following, you know, the ongoing slash, the the whole pandemic, everything. Mm -hmm. Um, And, I mean, I, I am just looking forward to it. And I hope that they do just... I hope they are in tune with the fact that there has been this bit of a little bit of loss of momentum, which was going to happen no matter what. Um, I think there are other things that have aggravated it a little bit, perhaps. And Mm -hmm. 16 coming out is a huge thing. How that actually affects anything, we don't genuinely know. But, like, I mean, obviously, we have a lot of people from the team also working over there. But um, I I do have faith that no matter what, it's going to be fun. We're going to have a great time. We're going to enjoy it. It's going to be great to be together. And I'm very excited for that. And we have to just see what comes. But... I mean, more often than not, whatever the current state of things, like we have to remember the highest points we've had in this game. We have to remember what this team can and has delivered. We have to remember about the journey they've taken us on. And even if things are really fresh in our mind right now, we've been feeling a little bit of that burnout and that lull and that like, oh, maybe I'm not as engaged with this as I have been at other points in the game. This is also the same game and the same team that gave us Shadowbringers. Mm -hmm. So like it's one of those things where we have to remember how much wonderful potential there is. And just like I make this analogy all the time um, because I also am a Doctor Who fan. Mm. which is a game that has been run or a TV show that has been running for ages. Mm. Um, But like, just like you may not love a certain season of doctor who, just like you may not love a certain doctor (laughs) in something that is 10 years of storytelling, plus some, if you include Mm 1.0, there will always be those times. Um, It may appeal to someone else. It may be something where that break leads to greater momentum, but it definitely doesn't mean that the journey is over. So, I I have a lot of belief in this team, and I'm excited to see what they bust out. And I hope they absolutely bring it for this next expansion to really show how committed they are, to really show how far we've come and how much they still want to achieve with this game.
2: You
0: hated Matt Smith, didn't you?
3: I did not hate Matt Smith. I hated the writing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Matt
3: Smith seasoned because... They should have reeled that man in a long time ago, <laughs> and I'm very glad that we have Russell T Davies behind the helm again.
0: <laughs> Just wanted to get your take since you said it. <laughs>
3: yep. You got me pinned, you know. You know
2: how.
0: <laughs> See, I'm, I'm, over, I'm, take. I'm over here like Doctor Who.
2: No. <laughs> <Okay>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, are we using makeup made-up names? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right well i think i think we did it any anything else that that anyone wants to add any any final thoughts on the state of final fantasy 14
2: no
3: i don't think so make money (laughs) (laughs) make money make money Make
1: money. Uh, make money there you go all right that's it we did it we did a podcast
2: Yay! Yay! Woo!
1: Sly, again. Thank you so much for joining us here again. To, thank you uh, for to having me this again. Up.
2: Uh, yes. Where
1: can people find you on the internet?
0: Um, why would you want to do that? Why
1: make money? All right, all right. Make money.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find me over at Twitch.tv/sly, aka Gray Fox. You can find me on Twitter at slidefoxyoutube.com slash the velvet room. Um lots of things going on, you know, we just had summer game game fest and all the announcements. Oh boy. Oh boy. See again y'all think y'all are annoying about 16 right now. <laughs> wait until next year boy. September is gonna ruin Ooh, me. Wait I'm, until I'm next year I'm in trouble in September. And and Refantasio yeah. gets near. Ooh. I got three days
1: to finish Alan Wake two before Spider Man drops.
0: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, just wait until next year. But um, yeah, I'll be covering a lot of Metaphor news as it comes out because I mm. really, I've been really excited for that game ever since Studio Zero was formed. Um, ooh, uh, I'm I'm getting old. Uh, my birthday is coming up on July third. So hey. July first, there will be a there will be a event, a pre-party, um, July 1st for First Saturday. So uh, it, it is, if you haven't seen the tra- teaser trailers on Twitter, go check them out. The event will be um, Leiji Matsumoto inspired. It'll be a night on the Galaxy Express. So um, there's that. Mm-hmm. And since I am doing the party on July 1st, that leaves my actual birthday, July 3rd, open to do anything. So I decided, um, you know, I could, you know, mess around on 14 and play video games and drink and just be happy on my birthday. You can make money. But (laughs) make money.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, But I decided uh, to um, I decided to do a thing um, where because the 14 uh, category, the the 14 community is growing. Um, and to kind of highlight that, uh, what I wanted to do was, you know, an all day thing where, I uh, I bring on people on, on stream in and in a discord call, introduce them to the community, no matter what size and, and just, you know, uh, like show, show people off in the 14 community, no matter what size, whether you're older new to the community community i just wanted i just wanted to uh you know give people you know the option to meet someone new and hmm. and um so yeah um, that's gonna be an all-day thing on july 3rd i do have a sign-up sheet for it so um anyone if you are a 14 creator no matter what your size feel free to enter out the form um and once we once we you know have uh, a list and everything I don't know when I'm gonna cut it off I'm, I'll probably cut it off closer to um the week of July 3rd um so uh after that I'll probably t- play Tetris with the with <laughs> the times and everything um but yeah like it's just, it's gonna be a fun time um again I just want to introduce people to y'all the 14 community that way you can maybe find someone new and it's just an excuse for me to talk to people cause I'm cause I'm old and lonely but yeah <laughs> That oh. That's, That's sly awesome. Is
3: not, sly is not you're not old and alone we love you it's
1: fine me, no. me, me and oh Rick my, are John, old, John, older right too we're, we're both June babies so we're all we're all feeling yeah. old together here yeah I'm like I I am definitely at least the second oldest here maybe <laughs> very close it it hurts me to hear this plus because my birthday is just a month later but This is so cool. Like, it's such a great event for a birthday, Mm. right? I
3: love it. I love it. It'll be a ton of fun. Yeah. All
1: right. Uh, If you want, you can find me. uh, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. RaffleDurg. YouTube has an X at the end. There was somebody out there that was like, I'm going to use that name. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they haven't touched the channel in like 10,000 years. But that's fine. That's fine. That's where you can find me. All the things. I'll do no. Here and only here. Oh, uh, Zen's not here. So I got to talk about plus one Uh, shot. So, yeah, there's some D&D nonsense that we do. I'm going to call it nonsense because it's fun nonsense. It's a Twitch and YouTube. uh, It is plus the word, underscore one the number, underscore shot the word on Twitch. There's an actual plus, I believe, on YouTube. It'll be easy to find. Uh, Yeah, so we play D&D. We talk about D&D. Every other Friday, we have a talk show. Uh, So we talked about, and this is, this is a great topic. So someone I know, someone I'm very close to who could even be on the other side of the screen screen, if she was here today, uh, wanted to run D&D for the first time, basically, but she wanted to do it in a setting that people genuinely uh, sometimes laugh at uh, the world of the Sonic the Hedgehog
3: comics. I love this. I love this. I love this. I
1: really want a chili dog now. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So she was like, how would I even start this? Like, what system would I be looking at? So the last time we did a talk show, we just talked about, hey, here's some ideas that maybe look at this system or what brings you to the comic? Why would you want people to, you know, in uh, have that enjoyment as well? So, this is something that I do all the time. I love running D&D in different settings, especially established ones, like Final Fantasy XIV. So, it was a really fun, like, three-hour conversation. So, we do that from time to time, and I'm here. And that's basically it for me. What about you, Rook?
3: Yes, hello, I'm Rook. You can find me here on twitch at rookery that's r-o-o-k-u-r-i you can also find me over on youtube at the same at rookery and you can find me on twitter at rookery underscore i do have an instagram and it is also at rookery the only one that's the weird outlier is twitter so everywhere else (laughs) you can find me at rookery r-o-o-k-u-r-i if i'm not live on my own channel i am probably doing podcasts here uh or over on jebra unity's channel where i do one for guild wars 2. i love mmorpgs i love talking about them i love playing them and i also love shoutcasting and hosting events for them as well as many other games And I've had a lot of opportunities to do that recently. So, again, not live on my channel, not live on a podcast, maybe live shoutcasting events like Crystalline Conflict Roulette that I just did this week, a really Mm -hmm. wonderful community event that PvP Revival does, as well as big events like the World First and other big competitions that we've had. Um, Keep an eye out. There's a lot of exciting things this year. Um, I even have something exciting this week. But until those official announcements and other things go out, um, you're just going to have to stay tuned. But there's always new things on the next horizon. And I'm just happy to get to play whatever games we're playing, get to enjoy, talk about, and, you know, have good discussions about the MMORPGs that we love wherever it is.
2: All right.
1: And then, of course, if you want... You can email us at Radio at Gamerscape.com. You can tweet at us at Radio. You can also find us as Gamerscape Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Discord. Uh, This week, everybody, I don't know if you've heard. There's this game coming out, uh, Final Fantasy XVI. No, really? You haven't heard about that one? What? What? Roman numerals really confused me. I thought it was, uh, like, seven. I don't know. What does the V mean? Five. The oh. is five somehow. Uh, Carry the uh, one. All right, I get it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we will have our Final Fantasy 16 wiki going up for that. Uh, I think we're still talking about it. We might do, uh, on launch, uh, a sixteen spoilers channel on the Discord. We're, we're still thinking about that one. That would be a smart thing to do. Yeah, yeah. just Possibly. keep it all in there. Possibly. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And again, uh, copies have already leaked, so if you're like really sensitive to spoilers... You've been warned. I don't, that, that's, this is me telling you that Get this is. A the thing. Uh, <laughs> Get off the internet now. Get off the internet. It happened. Um, but yeah, that's going to be it for us today. Thanks for everybody tuning in. Uh, stick around. We're going to throw a raid. Rook, do you want to uh, talk about yes. this real quick?
3: Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yes, yes, yes. So actually, later tonight, I'm going to be on this myself and we'll actually be going to a. Pride dance show in Final Fantasy 14 by Esprit. Ooh. But I am part of a wonderful stream team called Rainbow Arcade. This weekend, we have a Pride marathon going on, benefiting It Gets Better. We are so, so, so close to smashing our next goal of $2,800. Um, if you are able to, and if you know, you've been noticing all these terrible things that have been going on in the world, particularly targeted at LGBTQIA plus people, youth, and trans folks, please... Donate to this wonderful charity. Um, But even if you can't donate, tune in. We're doing a ton of giveaways. We're sponsored by Steel Series, and we're showcasing members of the stream team the whole weekend. Um, I'm on team leadership, and we've worked really hard to bring the event to everybody. So we hope that you enjoy it. Um, One little note is that as you come into the channel, you'll need to hit that follow on the channel, and chat is limited to the slow mode with like the 10-minute follow kind Mm -hmm. of thing. This is just because of all the hate raids and other things that have been happening on the platform um, and we wanted to make mm-hmm. sure all of our stream team members felt safe secure and whatever identity that they have so um, as we raid over there you know hang out if you're not already following um, donate if you can and absolutely stay tuned into the channel all weekend i'll be live tonight with crev and Safista. Um, while we watch this wonderful Pride show together, we're taking y'all out to the theater, and we're going to watch Esprit perform at 7 p.m. CT. So it'll be 7 p.m. CT, but hang out over there until then, and uh, tune in. Like I said, keep an eye out, because we'll have more programming even um, tomorrow, and lots more wonderful people to showcase.
1: Yep, so that's it, guys. we mm-hmm. go ahead and start that right over there. If you want to go and join that, please do. Please give them a follow, show them some love. Uh, And that's going to be it for us for this week. And uh, we will see you next week.
2: Bye.
0: Take care. See
2: you.